0: You're listening to Emperor and Highlander and Emperor's Sport. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me.
1: From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cogger River, from downtown Cleveland, Ohio, tonight, we're live. And this is The Emperor Squad on Versa World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander.
2: Always a pleasure. How are you feeling tonight, sir?
1: I am feeling a lot better. Good, good. And I have a medical update we'll get to here in a few minutes uh, in regards to the last several weeks that I've been sick and in the hospital, in and out. But I am in good spirits, relatively speaking. I'm in good health, and it's nice to be doing this on a Saturday.
2: Yeah, I got to say, I I enjoy, you have a whole day to plan and get ready for stuff and do what you need to do, as opposed to Friday, where you have to do it right after work and you're really rushed for time. Yes. Yes. You, Actually, I'm just you,
1: looking at the uh, levels here on the side, uh, looking at the mic levels, for whatever reason. Mine seems to be a little low. Yours seems to be right about where it needs to be. So Well, it's,
2: you have to learn to project your voice. That's,
1: that's part of the problem. Okay, yeah. so that's not mine. That's yours. All right, there we go. Looks to be all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a bunch of topics to get to tonight. However, a programming note giving you a heads up. This is a is going to be a shortened uh, episode this evening. We're only going to go about two hours till about 8 o'clock tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard. Um, I have family actually in town, and I've got several bedrooms ripped up upstairs, one of which happens to be the spare bedroom we're using that we've always used for the studio. is now being used for a visiting sister. McVegan is actually in town, out shopping for a wedding dress as we speak. Ah, why? Why did she choose to shop for it up here as opposed to down there in Columbus? Because I believe she's going to get married in her hometown, which is here in Cleveland. So okay, I, that is my guess. Which would make it easier just to have everything done here. Okay. Not to mention most all of her family's up here, so to go with my mom and the aunts and mm. you know Mister Kim and the rest, she has to come all the way up here.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Not that Mister Kim went with her, but she didn't. No, actually, they. She went to her mom's house today. With, oh, okay. Uh, the. With the little one, and they're, I don't know, doing something out there.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. So the
1: house has been pretty much mine. I've just been cleaning it all day.
2: Sounds like a lot of not fun.
1: No, it's not fun. I've been catching up on all the stuff I haven't been doing lately. So speaking of which, my apologies. Last episode did not go up. It was corrupted when I put it up, so I had to take it down. I do have the new one. I just haven't put it up yet.
2: Oh, okay. I was looking for it. I wondered where it was. Yeah,
1: no, it's it's because the file corrupted when I mixed it down. I have to redo that. So, anyways, real quick update on my health for those who've been uh, emailing uh, and asking. The biopsy came back negative, so I do not have cancer, which is a good thing.
2: Well, I didn't think you'd had cancer. I didn't think so either. I I knew when you were being hazy about it and you were talking to me about stuff, I figured that's what you were thinking, but I I would have been very surprised.
1: uh, So would I. At my age, to get cancer would be very disappointing and very upsetting, but I didn't think so either. It's just. When they find something and they have to go ahead and dig it out, you get a right. little
2: worried, like, you know, this shouldn't be here. So what, did they tell you what it was that, that it is? It was
1: not? just a benign tumor,
2: which was oh, okay. there. Interesting.
1: It was about the size of a quarter, uh-huh. so that wasn't particularly okay. big. Not, not a problem. i tell you what, I read today, though, uh, who does have cancer, which also sucks, Tony Gwynn. Really? 50-year-old Tony Gwynn has uh, uh, cancer of the salivatory gland.
2: Cancer of the salivary
1: gland. Salivary gland. That's the yeah,
2: first I've ever heard of that. Yeah, it's the first I've heard of it too. Apparently,
1: he said quite a few tumors taken out over the years. All of them were benign. This one was malignant. Oh, okay. So he gets. So maybe
2: he was just genetically dispositioned that way to, possibly. to get stuff.
1: But he's going to have uh, radiation treatment five times a week and then one chemotherapy a week for the next like five weeks. Wow. Well, That's I, I hope intense. he. I hope he pulls through.
2: So do I. I always he's, like Tony Gwynn. He's yeah. He's a he's a good guy. You know, in a in a industry where there aren't a whole lot of good guys. A lot of selfish people. He's he's a very unselfish person.
1: In a sport and business where, you know, ooh, Alabama scored again. 28-21, the Gamecocks still leading Alabama, but they're only within striking distance. We need Alabama to
2: lose. We do need Alabama to lose. That would be amazing.
1: Ohio State, you can't drink, done left. I didn't say anything about Ohio sports. I was talking about Alabama.
2: But you just mentioned Ohio State. I did now. You can take a drink. Okay. Yes.
1: Ohio State won today, beating... Beating the hell out of Indiana University uh,
2: the, as well. They should
1: have. Well, what was the final score? I didn't thirty eight ten. Oh, okay, Let's I'm not good. even sure why Indiana's in the Big Ten. I, them in Minnesota. Uh, the of well, Christian. it's for football, no, but for basketball, basketball that's yes, why they're yeah, in the Big ten. they're basketball. Kiss my ass. At any rate, all right. Let's keep on the sports topic for a minute. This is kind of interesting. Really? Okay. I, okay. I, I know. I, it's I figured really... with the
2: shortened show, we'd want to jump right into it, but yeah,
1: we do. But I want to add, I want to run this by you. I okay. recently read an article on ESPN, uh-huh. and the reason I bring it up is that the NFL is actually very popular in Europe and Australia and in
2: places uh, other than the United States. That's true. Uh, there was that NFL Europa uh, in in it's Germany. It was it wasn't like huge, but it was I'd say it was on par with like basketball. They, they used to lead? get about thirty thousand people
0: yeah, at those I mean, games. Pretty decent.
2: Yeah. Now. Uh,
1: the shotcast stream is down at the moment. You got to be kidding me! It's showing me that I'm working just fine. So maybe Spyro's just having a problem. I don't know.
2: See, manly stuff says no. It no, is okay. So yeah.
1: So apparently it's just it's Spyro having an issue.
2: Yeah. So you might want to check your your box. Yeah, maybe
1: you should fix yourself, Spyro. Anyways, the NFL. By the way, is the uh, NFL Europe still around? Or NFL Europa?
2: No, yeah. they, they they got rid of it a couple folded. years ago. Uh, well, got rid of it a couple what years are ago. Do?
1: All right, Little Rex. Rex's stream was fine, so... It, it
2: was just costing them more money than they were getting back. Kind of like the WNBA?
1: Or, Has that league ever made money? Ever made a dime?
2: I've never looked to see, to be totally honest with you. I've never looked. I've never looked into the, the WNBA. I know that the players don't That's make right, a lot of do. money, so, I mean, you, you do have that. It's not like a you're giving out ago, multi-million dollar a few contracts. A years
1: ago, they threatened to go on strike. The, uh, the, women, the WNBA players really and strike. And I guess something in the league went up to and said, you feel free. We'll save more money and not subsidizing your play if you go on strike than we would if you're playing.
2: I'll, I'll take your word for it. Like I said, I've, I've yeah. never looked into it. I've never cared. You know, I don't have anything against women's sports. It just I doesn't appeal. Don't to me. either. It's just unwatchable.
1: I just don't watch it. Yeah. I mean, I will watch tennis on occasion. Yeah, I guess I mean, that's, 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 that's the only. Yeah,
2: once in a while. That's only.
1: Yeah, that's that's about it. Anyways, the NFL. I was reading an article. Looks like it is a guaranteed lock that the lockout is going to happen next season.
2: I was listening to Scott Fujita last night on WTAM and he was talking about how Fujita yeah, the uh, the owners aren't they don't seem to be in any big rush to get this thing settled. No, that's They that's seem to surprising. be content to just let it go all the way out and you know do whatever.
1: Now this is surprising to me because that means they're not bringing in any revenue for that you know the entire season. Well, I guess it's going to last at least a year.
2: They think the players are going to fold. What 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 Fujita said is it's really boiling down to is the the owners want the NFL season to extend from 16 to 18, 18 games, days. but the owners don't want to pay the players any more than they are now. Right. So basically, it'd be like the players playing two games for free.
1: Well, it, on top of that is the fact that the players right now, I believe, get more money, the majority of the money that brings in through revenue than the owners do for the team. Hmm. I believe that's how the contract breaks down right now, and they want to reverse it. The owners say, well, look, we own the team. We should be getting the lion's share of the money, not the other way uh-huh. around. Right. Now, if this is baseball. My God, it would be Armageddon to have a lockout like this. Of course. And football, do you really think it's gonna damage them? I remember the you know, the, the Do I
0: think it'll damage them? It
1: Basically baseball did it in ninety four. Right. And it took a long time to get here in Cleveland was one of the very, very few markets that was not affected by the strike. Right. In fact
2: it was the opposite. But that was right. that was more to do with external factors not involving baseball, primarily because the Browns had left town and the Indians were successful. Therefore very successful. everyone was For the first time in forty. Right. Years. And so everyone went to the Indians game because they were a successful team. And there were only the Indians and the Cavaliers to choose from, and at the time the Cavaliers were horrible. Like they so. will be this year. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they'll squeak okay, it.
1: Yeah, they made the playoffs under, what's his name? Uh, 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 Fertillo. Right. It'll if be something like anywhere. that. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's
1: an interception. Again. Uh, we're bad? watching Michigan, Michigan State here. That's on the man, big screen. Oh, man. At any rate, I'm surprised by this because, and I'm wondering, is the NFL really going to be damaged as much
2: as baseball was and as much as the NHL was? Remember, as, the NHL Yeah, the NHL. Killed. Well, I mean, I think it, it'll certainly be damaged, but there are more people that watch, at least here in America, obviously, more people that watch and go to NFL games than probably NHL and baseball combined. Baseball brought in a little over 84 million people last year. I think the NFL brings in way more than that, especially more, not even close. Especially when you look at the size of the stadiums for one thing, right? But it's only eight games.
1: Right, you got to remember. I mean, there's eighty thousand people packing to see a game once a week, and you're only playing eight games. So that's what eight times eighty thousand is. What six hundred forty thousand?
2: Something like that. All yeah. right,
1: that's per team. You got uh-huh. Thirty-two teams. Not even close. Baseball wipes the floor of them as far as attendance goes, as a washable sport, I believe the TV ratings are probably bigger for football because it happens once a week sure, yeah, and there's only eight of them i 'm I'm counting to,
2: everything together. I, right. I think that the NFL brings in way more than than major league baseball uh, I, I, I wouldn't I mean we can look it up i 've never looked it up, might. but just just based on you know the the popularity of, of the product. I, I would be shocked if, if MLB brings in more money. than, than I, MLB, I
1: believe they, they bring in a lot more than the NFL. But it, 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 it's either here or there. The point is, I guess the owners are going to sit out for an entire year and not make a dime, and they're going to be able to flux. So I know that they've they've. Are actually, you sure they're
2: not going to do the replacement player thing like they did in 84? They
1: could, but my get well, I suppose they could. I don't think it's really going to make a difference. Who the hell's going to pay to go see a bunch of scrubs play football? It's, like it's the XFL. No one's going to do it. I mean, even the one they had back in, what was it was 88? Yeah? 84. 84. No, there was, you know what there was there had to be another one that uh happens a little later, wasn't there? No,
2: that was that was the only that was the only time they used the last players. last strike. And it lasted a couple games, yeah. And see, then, I
1: remember it being in the late 80s there being another strike in the NFL.
2: No, just just the the one in 84.
1: Well, I guess we'll see. I'm just surprised that they're willing to sit out an entire year not make it done even the replacement players are not going to make what they've got in the in you know, their product right now. I I just I'm surprised by that. And you think the players are going to – I mean, that the, the experts are saying they believe that the players are going to fold. They're just going to say, eh, all right, you win. Well, and I don't know about the experts. I, it team. looks
2: like both both sides aren't going to concede. But the according to – like I said, according to Fujita, who is on like the the main council of the Players Association, the the players want the ex- – they, they want to get paid the extra amount, obviously. But they want it to go toward health care and also for uh, the retired players. Because apparently their pensions and their medical bills, uh, the, the NFL doesn't, the owners don't do anything about them. Hmm. So they're all screwed because, you know, American football is a very violent sport. I mean, you've got, you've got players that have, like, Parkinson's that can't walk anymore because they banged up for so many years. Right. So that's what the players want the money to go towards. And the owners want to pocket it themselves. According to, like I said, according to him. Now, obviously, if I listen to the owners and hear their side of things, maybe it'd be a different story. I didn't listen. And I, I, I think didn't hear that part
1: of it. Is that the fact that they don't they want the majority of the money that comes in for the team? They don't get it right now. The players do. It'll be interesting to see. I'm surprised. I mean, there'll be no Madden NFL uh, for the consoles next year. I mean, there wouldn't be a Madden 12. I can't imagine uh, what the hell you could have replace some players or just blank people. I do know that the Saints the Cob- Saints and Colts have already uh, voted to. Dissolve the union so they can go
2: ahead and sue the NFL. Oh wow! So they did that before, I believe. So what was your, your point? Were you were bringing it up, bringing up Europe. What, what did that have to do with all of this?
1: Uh, the only reason I bring it up is because I, I was reading several articles um, in the last week and a half that shows that the NFL is actually gaining more ground overseas, especially in Europe, than basketball is in like China and other in places like that. American sports in the last 10 years has rocketed. The baseball had the highest growth because it was big in Japan true, and big in uh, South America, Central America, things of that nature. Right, right. Now you have basketball, which took off in China and is taking off in Europe, and now you have football, which is getting ground on both of them.
2: Yeah, I've, I've read articles by Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, saying that he, he expects a team in London... By the, by the, I shouldn't say the end of the decade, because we're at, tw- yeah, by the end of the decade, we're in 2010.
1: I would be surprised, because I don't see why a team in another country should be playing in an American sport. You had NFL Europe go play in that. If the NFL champion wants to play the American champion for a giant Super Super Bowl, okay, you can do that, I guess. But I see no reason to have a team in Europe flying all the way over here, five and six hour difference to play here, and vice versa. That seems to be, to be a logistical nightmare, if not very practical and pretty stupid.
2: But that's me. But that's you. And I don't like the English. It all depends on, on the revenue. If there's enough money to be had, they'll do it.
1: Anyway, so I guess we should get back down to the actual show here, which is, of course, video games and the internet and things of that nature. So here's the info that you need to get on the discussion, which I should have said earlier, but didn't.
2: And you hit the wrong thing again. Oh, yes, I did. You're right. You know what? You want to run the board? I've I've said many times I would love to run the board. But I don't trust you with the board, so shut up.
0: Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW.
2: Well, that makes two of us because I don't trust you with the board. Because every time you have to hit something on the board... It must take thirty seconds to a minute for you to scroll because around. A lot Wait a of minute, where did I, I find it? You're the one that put it on there. How do you not know where it is? Most
1: professional professionals, actually have a third person or a fourth person that takes calls and runs the board. We don't have that. And if you'd like to hire somebody or bring in an intern to, well, this isn't exactly a professional radio show. Feel free. We'll Maybe I will do it. Okay, you Maybe do, I will. That. You I do will. that. I will. I will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a bunch of topics tonight to get to. Uh, The big one we'll get to right away. And remember, we're only getting to 8 o'clock this evening, so my apologies. But there's stuff to do and things uh, happening here at home that I cannot ignore. This coming across a couple days ago, this from Blizzard themselves, World of Warcraft reaches 12 million players. See, I thought I already had 12 million. Uh, That's what I thought. Blizzard has just announced that WoW has reached another significant milestone and that the player base has continued to expand after nearly six years. World of Warcraft now has 12 million people playing it. This is from uh, Blizzard themselves. Quote, Today we announced that World of Warcraft has passed another milestone and now has more than 12 million current subscribers around the globe. Check out the press release for the full announcement. Thank you to all the players. Yada, 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 yada. All right, here. World of Warcraft subscribers include individuals who have paid a subscription fee or have an active prepaid card to play World of Warcraft as well as those who have purchased the game and are within their free month of access. Internet game room players who have accessed the game over the last 30 days are also counted as subscribers. The above it uh, above definition exclu- excludes all players under free promotional subscriptions, expired or canceled subscriptions, yada yada yada, etc.
2: Okay. Okay. Do you buy this? Do I buy it? Do you buy this? Because I this Frankly, seems- I don't really care one way or the other. I mean, that I- if they want to say they have 12 million, obviously they don't really have 12 million players because right. we're talking about people that have active cards that they went out and bought a card for minutes on World of Warcraft. Right. So they probably don't actually have 12 million. So let's say they have, I don't know, 10 million. I would, That's I, still a lot. It's clearly above and beyond any other online RPG, online multiplayer game out there, by far. So if, if they want to fudge the numbers and say they have 12 and they really have 10 whatever it doesn't i don't really care it doesn't really bother you know fred says
1: brings to the point that i was about to say he says he finds it incredible that world of warcraft can grow more in a year than most of the mmos have in total and that's what i question a game that's been out for six years is actually growing in size that must be uh, an anomaly because i don't know of any game that does that now i do believe wrath of the lich king was recently made available to china which had previously not been so i'm sure that helped
2: increase their numbers plus the new uh, expansion came out the the beta for it anyway I right say. the
1: cataclysm doesn't come out it actually comes out on pearl harbor day
2: right oddly enough don't know why um,
1: yeah i guess it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of yeah, things yeah i really mean i, I, you I, I, well, I, I me, saw I how it's a little disingenuous i saw because, how you're
2: ready to get all buns like oh yeah. damn but really i don't it doesn't and i you know it, it's it's that's the that's the impression that i had from the article, like, World of Warcraft has 12 million viewers, and... Because I guess there. it's my cynicism when it comes to Blizzard,
1: anything they've done lately is because they've been screwing with the game as much as they have been, <laughs> and screwing with the... Pl- Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, let, let, let me say this in in defense of World of Warcraft, and I'm trying to think Go of ahead. why it's growing. Can you think of any other online game that is advertising as heavily as World of Warcraft does? I mean, World of Warcraft still has all those television commercials that are out all the time the only other one i can think of is when lord of the rings online went free and i saw a commercial for that i saw a commercial but world of warcraft Uh, commercials all those mr t commercials obviously
1: i haven't seen one and so i I don't know if that is i haven't seen
2: one in a while in a while but still there were a lot right they're still so but it's it's very difficult i don't know
1: it's very difficult for a player to get involved in a game that's been out for six years because everybody is so far ahead of them it's leaps and bounds. It's the same reason I don't play EVE Online. It still looks like a cool game, but it's been out for many years. There's no way I'm going to be able to catch up with everybody else. You know, it's the same thing with Ultimate Online. A lot of people stopped playing the game, and a lot didn't pick it up because the game had been out for years. There's no point in trying to make up that big of a difference. So, and that's what's kind of catching me is, to, you know, when they say this game is still growing, I find that, well, for one, I don't believe they have 12 million subscribers actually actively playing the game. I, I would buy Probably it if not. they said they have 12 million people that bought the game. I would believe that. But the way World of Warcraft has gone in the last couple of years would lead me to believe they've lost a great many subscriptions, not gained any. And with Cataclysm coming out, that's fine. But I mean it's a law of diminishing returns. You never sell as many expansions as you do as you do vanilla. If five million people bought you know the original World of Warcraft, only three and a half million bought the expansion. Right. And then only two million bought the next expansion, etc. 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 It doesn't grow bigger, it gets smaller. So I can see why they're, why they're claiming $12 billion by saying, you know, people buying cards or people that have the free month. I, I can get that. where And I think that's, I, again, I think it's disingenuous. I think it's a marketing ploy for a lot of naysayers to say World of Warcraft is on the decline. What are we pointing at here?
2: Uh, now people are saying that the stream just died. The str- really?
1: I'm showing active on our side. Uh, let's see if no... Ma- Stream dead? Is there anybody that can hear us? I. Okay, no, they're no. saying it's not. Okay, okay, so apparently for some people it's going on, for some it's not. I'm just going to ignore them because what the hell? If you want to, you can always download the
2: entire show later. Uh oh, look at that! Oh, Alabama, Alabama. South
1: Carolina. The receiver had it and dropped it. There's still. Well, leading. what what
2: happened was I I saw the whole thing. Uh, Alabama went for a field goal and tried to fake it.
1: Oh, they didn't. So do that's it. what happened.
2: So then the guy threw it and they dropped the ball. So Alabama tried it? Alabama tried oh,
1: it. You know they're getting desperate and the number one team in the country has to try and fake a field goal. Look, you're not Michigan State, don't try to be. You're Alabama. You should be just forcing it down the it Should be, yeah, it should be steamrolling. I tell you one thing though, college you watch college football next year, the uh-huh. ratings will go through the roof. It'll Why? Be, because there isn't any other football on if the NFL is Oh gone,
2: that's, that's very true. I, I they'
1: going to make I didn't a think of that
2: Mint they probably will.
1: And I greatly prefer college football to
2: NFL because every game's a big one. You lose one <laughs> game and your season's over. Uh, yeah, for for if you have national title aspirations, right. yes, you have to win every single game.
1: But I, again, it's it could be my cynicism with that and the way that Blizzard's handles, yeah, stuff I mean, two and the World of Warcraft. I mean, I'm very disappointed with the company. And I guess when I read that, my hackles get up. And like you know what? I don't believe this anymore. I just don't believe what you have to say. And and the way you're counting your numbers with with you know game cards as opposed to subscriptions. What if I? I mean, I know people that buy two and three game cards for their one subscription that they currently own. Well, according to them, that's three accounts.
2: It's possible. I mean, I've, I know that in the in the convention world. Uh, with anime conventions, they don't do this, but a lot of science fiction conventions do. They'll, they'll count turnstile attendance. Yeah, right. Meaning so. what, what they'll do is, let's say like, say like you, being the listener, went to you know, insert random science fiction convention here. And you went on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You went all three days. You got a weekend pass or whatever they want to call it. The Science Fiction Convention will then turn around and count you three times as an attendee on Friday, an attendee on Saturday, an attendee on Sunday. And then what they'll do is they'll combine all of those numbers into one gigantic number. So instead of, say, 1,000 people attending and they were there all weekend, they'll say, well, we had an attendance of 3,000 people. And what that does is that bumps up their numbers and makes them look bigger than they actually are. It's it's a sort of slight kind of, it's a sleight-of-hand way of making your convention look bigger than it is it's primarily done for advertising and for possible sponsorships sure. because then they can say hey we get you know 110,000 people come to our convention you know come give us money and sponsor us
1: i imagine anybody that has anything to do with ratings or with numbers or with people subscribers does the same thing like i happen to know that there are newspapers that will count a subscriber even if they give away the paper for free like i know a lot of people here in cleveland have canceled the plane dealer because i can't yeah, stand it my family has yeah, yeah uh
2: not because we can't stand it, just because of the internet. There's no reason he, why why get a paper when you can go online and get the the news instantly.
1: And uh, you know what? That too. You're right, and, and that's it's like that's uh, what papers across the country are yeah, dealing with now. It's like
2: radio and television. You know, when television came out, radio nearly died. Now newspapers it, will probably have to reinvent themselves, just like radio did. Sure. You know, I I know that there's some there are some things out there that uh, newspapers are looking at. Uh, there are there's new technology coming up, flexible displays where you can just kind of. Carry it around with you, and it'll mold and shape itself, so you don't have to worry about like a even like a flat screen like that. Okay, and then you'd have like a you'd buy like the USA Today screen, and then it would be almost like a computer screen where they would look like the USA oh, Today, okay. and things would if the the best way to describe it if if you look at the movie Minority Report, yeah, there's I a mean, right, okay. there's a that those particular scenes you can see that, yeah, that'd be interesting, I suppose. Yeah, actually, I just finished up a book last night uh, by
1: John Ringo called uh, Princess of Wands, and the the Last two thirds of the book are all about the character hunting down basically supernatural people, and he goes to a or she goes to a science fiction writer and gaming convention in okay. Roanoke, and it's all about. It's kind of funny because if you read between the lines, you know what to look for. You realize that John Ringo is using as all the main characters or writers at this convention. All the right band writers, David
2: Drake, David Weber, you know. So Steve he's he, he's he's making fun of other science fiction writers.
1: Well, they're they're his friends,
2: but uh, oh, okay, okay. If his friends, that's fine. I right. didn't know no, if no, he no. was. It,
1: it, but it's it's funny and all it, the the different fans of the different video games and of the different authors are in there and they're. Uh-huh. they're it, it, it's it's an interesting look at. My guess is it's his experiences at conventions because John Rue does quite a few. Does he really? And it right, makes reference to like Dragon Con and Comic Con and other ones that they go on to. or gotcha. Any conventions that he goes to quite a bit. He goes to anime convention? Oh, yeah, big anime fan. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, one of his last books was uh, had an anime twist. Also, a big Firefly uh, uh, fan, which is kind of funny. Hmm. Go figure. But at any rate, it's, there's this one scene in there. Since we're talking about convention and games, I th- thought this was funny. There's a, a character named David Crake, which is David Drake, uh, okay. quite clearly. And he's just ranting and raving about a guy named Robert, uh, or Jordan Robert, who writes crappy fantasy novels. Psst. Robert Jordan. Yeah. And yeah, I. Yeah. I, I it was a cool rant. I'm like, this is kind of funny. It's not necessarily insider type in- information, like a uh, smart that you'd have to be in order to get the joke. Right, right. This all was kind of interesting. That here's a science fiction writer, a best-selling New York Times author, who routinely includes video games and other science fiction conventions in his writings. Uh, big Halo player, big Counter Strike player, and that makes it into a couple of his games quite or a couple of his books quite a bit. Interesting. Yeah. I'd, I don't know what the hell I'd have to do with anything, but I thought I'd do an interjection there with the convention. Talk. There you go. Michigan State continues to pound Michigan into the ground, much like we will in several weeks.
2: I think we got Wisconsin next week? That'll do be it? a challenge. That'll be a little more difficult, especially be a lot more difficult more than yeah, because yeah, Wisconsin's ranked, if I remember correctly. So, World of Warcraft passes twelve million players allegedly.
1: This one coming from Ars Technica. An inconvenient truth: Game prices have come down with time.
2: Uh, okay, they're, they're probably talking about accounting for inflation, but I've not seen this article, so we'll possibly. We'll
1: see what it is. Now I do know that I paid like seventy five dollars back in the day when Final Fantasy three came out for the Super Nintendo.
2: You paid seventy five. I the most. It. I the most. I I shouldn't say I because it was my parents uh, when Chrono Trigger came out for the SNES. It was one of. I think. I think yeah. that was carolina score 35 21 wow I, I believe south carolina is going to upset there's only seven, seven minutes, minutes left, left. It anyway i think i'm pretty sure it was the last game i bought for the snes it was chrono trigger and i'm pretty sure it cost 80 bucks i could be wrong i know it was really up there i couldn't believe how expensive it was worth every penny it was it's one of my favorite rpgs ever uh, but I, that's the most I've ever spent for a, a particular video game. It was, to me, it was worth it to buy. It
1: was my money I'd been worked for, and, and I found it, and it was at a uh, Software Etc. in the mall, in uh, North Homestead, or Great Northern Mall back in the day. Oh, okay. And I spent 75 bucks on it. My mom was going to throw have conniption, because I spent it on a video game. It was worth it. It was great.
2: I played through it several times. I still have it, actually. Do you really? Uh, and the box, and the instructions, all that. You know? I, I still have the box for Chrono Trigger, but the cartridge, I think, went by the wayside somewhere. I don't know where it went. It's I I know it's worth thumping now, so I'm I'm really upset that it's lost. But like all things, it just sort of disappears somewhere into the same place your socks go when you put them in the dryer.
1: Here it is. You're right as far as adjusted for inflation. Okay. Quote: It's hard to believe that games cost sixty dollars per title these days. We worry about the strain our hobby puts on our budget. We fret about how many how many two desirable games are released too close to each other. Sadly, though, many complained about the high price of games. The past reality wasn't any better. Really wasn't any better. And in fact, it was worse. Gaming has never been less expensive. And 2010 is a great time to be buying video games. Let's take a look at how the games, uh, how's the best time to uh, be a gamer. And it basically goes on and gives different games, like uh, the price in 1993, we would have bought these games like Final Fantasy III and like Chrono Trigger. Right. The 64 99 for those titles, they're saying in today's money, they'd be 98 bucks. Wow. And then it gives a variety of different games here you can take a look at. Like, uh, let's try and find a, one that people know. Streets of Rage 2, I had this game for the uh, Genesis. No, nah, see, I, I never had
2: a Genesis, so I never... Really? Okay. No, I had a... My next-door neighbor had a Genesis, and he, had, he actually had the 32-Wax as well. I think it was... Not too many people had one of those, but no. he had actually bought it. Uh, he enjoyed... Uh, there was... What was that game for the... Oh, Dune. He played Dune. There was the, it was almost like a precursor to Warcraft 2. okay. It was very oh, it was,
1: Dune Dune uh, got emperor of Dune or something like that. It was like one of the first RTSs. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was that and Dune, that and that Dune something Dune. I think it was
2: Dune 2, I think is what it was called. I
1: think Airzog 2 or Herzog's way how they pronounce it was the first RTS on the Genesis. But yeah, it was a precursor. Yeah, there was it, wasn't the it same had thing. a lot of the same kind well, People of stuff. know Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic yeah, 2
2: Sonic you could get Sonic 2 for 50 bucks back then or by today's standards it would have cost you 75-50. 1993, I was in you know, that is so weird that we're bringing up 1993 because the stupid video game moment is all about 1993. What a coincidence. I could, and honestly, that is a complete coincidence is, yeah. because he, he asked me right before we went on the air if I had the stupid video game moment, and I said I did. I didn't tell him what it was about, but I said I had it, and now we're talking about things that occurred in 1993.
1: And it goes on in the article. It says uh, It goes back further than n 64 generation. However, you can find scans of Sears catalogs that put the price of NES games at around thirty to fifty bucks each. At current prices, that's fifty to eighty dollars in two thousand ten dollars. This was in nineteen ninety,
2: well into the system's life. Yeah, almost at the end of the system's life, because yeah. now I think uh, the SNES came, came out, out ninety one. Yeah,
1: Because yeah. remember, the Final Fantasy two or four, depending on where you lived, came out ninety two. Yes. Anyways, development costs have gone up, but the market has also expanded. He goes, quote, Our industry continues to grow, and as such, so does the revenue, which increases competition in the market and generally results in bigger development budgets, says Jesse Divinich. Divinich? Divinich? Divinich, Divinich, Divinich. We'll go with that, yeah. A vice President of Analyst re- Services at Electronic Entertainment Design and Research. I can understand that where development costs are going well. You know what? Maybe not because you got to think there's a huge market out there now. I mean, you can pretty much get anybody on that cheapest for a graphics designer or developer because there's so many out there. I mean, hell, just get a full sale grad, pay you 10 bucks an hour, go make a game. Yeah.
2: But I mean, there aren't that many full sale grads. I mean, to, to go to full sale costs a ton of money. A ton of money. Ton yeah. of money. I, I looked into going to full sale. Did I tell you that? No, you didn't. I looked into going to full sale in order to go to like, I was going to go for, uh, for film. And if I wanted to go, it was a two-year program, would have cost one hundred twenty thousand, and then holy on top of that, Muslim on top of that, you have to put your living expenses onto whatever loan you're going to get because for the film program they try to simulate it as though you actually do films, so you like go on location and shoots, right? Which means that your class schedule, quote unquote is always changing. It's always in flux, meaning you can't work while you're doing this. Because you never know when you're going to be. You never know start. when you're going to, yeah, you, you, your, your, your schedule changes week to week so you can't hold a job down. So you've, you've got to also factor, you've got to factor in the 120 grand, and you've got to factor in how much it's going to cost you to live wherever it is you're going to live for two years and bundle that together into a loan.
1: I play, I'm pretty sure Zerum of Pierre Guard actually went to Full Sail. I had to ask him what his, what his uh,
2: tuition was, but that is insane. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's different for other, for other programs, but I know for all the programs it's very high. It's a very expensive school to go to. But in fairness, if you have that on your resume, it's, you know, it's one of those things that opens doors for you. Sure. Because not only, not only is it a good school to go to, but they also have a system. It's almost like, a, like a, an old boy system. Where sure, if, it's a network once you know it's, people, it's, a, yeah. it's exactly yeah. I couldn't think of the word network. It's exactly like a network. So if if you have a full sale and you're looking for some, you look for a job. If someone else you know above you has a full sale degree, that they'll they I don't know they'll give you special treatment, but they'll it's definitely like a, help you. Like a Fraternity you. type, yeah, thing, it's, yeah. It's almost like a fraternity where you can ask them for advice and you can talk to them, and they come back to the university every once in a while and they talk about their experiences and how to get a job and things like that.
1: You ever get uh, asked to join a fraternity?
2: Yeah, or a pledge. I joined. Yeah. You did join one. I did join one. Which one? one? Tau Beta Sigma. Oh, was was at Akron. It was at Akron. Yeah, it was a music fraternity.
1: Oh, okay. So it wasn't really like a real fraternity. No,
2: not like they didn't. They didn't have a house or anything like that. No, it was a. That's, it was. that's
1: kind of like Phi Beta Kappa. It was a it was service
2: like, fraternity. I, I was actually. I was also a, a Phi Beta Kappa student, but that's that's. I don't count that as a fraternity. That's
1: not real fraternity. That's just we're giving you a Greek name to nerds. Essentially, you go ahead and school, so right. did like good in school. That's right. I did good in school. Honor society is the same thing. It, you, I did well in school, too, but I don't count as a fraternity. So. No, I don't count. I, that's what I said. I didn't, I didn't bring right. it up
2: as a – no, it's, it, it was a, it's a service fraternity. Because I was in the marching band in, in college. So you would just do, like, different stuff around campus to help promote music. And you'd go to different places and volunteer, things like that. Nothing, nothing
1: huge. It was Should've easy to do. Baldwin-Wallace, your music – you can talk about a music college, that's it.
2: Uh, yes, except Baldwin-Wallace was – well, I don't know what it is now, but when I went, it was four times more expensive. Yeah, I
1: went there for
2: a year. Baldwin-Wallace? Yes, I did. When did you go to Baldwin-Wallace? Uh, 1997 to
1: 1998. Interesting. I yes, didn't I know did. that. Uh, right after I left uh, Tri-C. I went there for one year.
2: Because it was too expensive? Yeah, that's right. That ex- <laughs> I could told you that. I played yeah. baseball
1: for one year. They gave me a, uh, a uh, grant because they can't get scholarships. Oh, week, okay. So they gave me a grant to play baseball. And after one year, I couldn't play baseball anymore. So... That and it was way too way too damn expensive. It's really expensive. But a lot of my friends did go there. I had five or six friends from high school for my group that were music majors that went to. It, it was a good. They yeah. lived there too. I'm like, guys, you literally live five minutes down the road, down Bagley Road. <laughs> well, yeah, but we don't want to live at home. Like, but think of the amount of money you guys are spending on right. room and board
2: now for music. If you wanted to go even higher than that, the Cleveland Institute of Music costs about thirty thousand a year. Shh. <laughs> And what you do is wow. basically it's it's an extension of Case Western University. Oh, well, that. So right. what you do is you you take your music stuff at the Cleveland Institute of Music, right. and then you take your English and your math and all your other stuff at, at Case Western. Case Western. Yeah,
1: yeah. Case Western, like and Wallace, like John Carroll, are you know big time colleges
2: here in the Cleveland area.
1: Actually, I think it's downtown, isn't Case Western? Case
2: Western. Yeah, it's at University Circle, just right. like. Um, I think John Carroll's downtown too. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking of, John Carroll.
1: Which was the one that you took me to see those anime movies in, the, uh, in that auditorium that's showing?
2: That was we Case, Roe, Western. Uh, Case Western. That's Case we Western. No, no, it? the one we went down. No, that was at the- We
1: saw and we saw something else.
2: That was at the Cleveland Institute of Art. Are you sure? I thought yes. It
1: was, oh, I thought it was at uh, John Carroll or something no, like
2: that. No, 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 no. It was, it was its own little thing. Okay. It's connected to the Cleveland Institute of Art, which is, I guess it would be similar to Case Western because it's like the Cleveland Institute of Music. So okay. if you were an art major, you would go there and then you'd take your English and stuff at Case Western.
1: You know, if anybody was actually really, really playing the Emperor Scoring drinking game, they would all be completely blitzed after that five-minute
2: conversation between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cleveland. Thanks. Okay. Now people are still saying the stream keeps dying here and there. I'm not really sure why. I don't know. It is, but, mm, Speaking of Cleveland, did you did you hear that we're the second poorest city in the country? Hey, we're not number one anymore. Yeah! And you know who's number one? Detroit. There you go! <laughs> we're not Detroit! Yeah, I thought of that when I, yeah. <laughs> That's not
1: saying much, but, you know, whatever. I hate Detroit. Anyways, back to this, speaking of poor, goes on to say one of the reasons why that CDs and DVDs provide a much cheaper alternative than the old NES and N64 cartridges. This is very true. And the Genesis had the same thing. They had cartridges. It was, you know, the old silicon group in there. Since the cost of games has remained steady and in some ways has fallen in the past 15 years, publishers have found other ways of separating us from our cash. Collector's editions suffer well over the $60 uh, price for the standard game. And they help to expand the profit margin of game sales. One-time used codes may keep certain features behind a paywall if you buy the game used. And downloadable content is a standard of many big-name releases. And I'm starting to see more and more of that, of the downloadable content, the stuff like... And I'm guilty of it. I bought several for Empire Total War, and uh-huh. also for Napoleon, where it's like three bucks, and you get a whole variety of different units, or you get a new campaign, or some such like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, is that, what the hell is that? That's the thing that they win. Is that the trophy? It's the whatever, yeah.
1: We played for a trophy this year. We played uh, Illinois for the uh, Little Buck. Oh, really? Yeah, the wooden turtle. you
2: know what i seen it? no, No, no. Never left.
1: Seen it. Go to Wikipedia and pull up Little Buck, L-I-L-B-U-C-K, the Little Buck trophy. It looks like a Paul Bunyan statue. Why is he grabbing him by the wiener? Oh, there you go. Yeah, it does look for the Paul Bunyan, but I they yeah. play for Paul Bunyan. I'm ax, sure Wisconsin, there's. I'm and, sure it's got some. Oh, yeah, it is Paul, yeah, Paul Bunyan. Bunny, yeah,
2: it's a Paul Bunyan statue that they Michigan and Michigan State go for. And then the Paul Bunyan X
1: trophy is played
2: at between
1: Minnesota and uh, Wisconsin. Interesting. Yeah, Wisconsin won that. That's the oldest rivalry in college sports. Wisconsin, Minnesota. It's like 130 really? years. Oh yeah. Are you sure it's older Positive. Than, than, Positive. than
2: Harvard and Yale? Pa- mm. I thought Harvard and Yale. I think was it's the, the oldest.
1: oldest football rivalry.
2: See, I, th- I think Harvard and Yale was football though. Now we're going to have to look this up. Because I'm pretty sure it's Harvard and Yale. The I'm almost positive that's, that is the case.
1: We'll have to see. We will see. The Archbishop Shriggs has arrived. Spy
2: with sap in my century. Ha, 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 ha. Is that like taking the Browns to the Super Bowl? I guess. Okay. So I, So anyway, long story short, even though gaming is always an expensive hobby, it hasn't gone up in price. That's what they're saying.
1: Uh, yeah. See, a couple people here are looking at the comments that are in response to the article, and says our this guy says remember paying eighty five dollars for Street Fighter Two on the SNES, and that was in 1993. dollars. I I, you know I never I paid dollars i I'm telling you, I paid seventy five bucks for for Final Fantasy three in that same time frame.
2: See, I I, I never paid eighty five for Street Fighter Two. I, I think it was ninety four. I bought. that. Pretty sure I was. It was like sixty when I got it.
1: So uh, you know,
2: it was it was Street Fighter Two Turbo. I remember that. It wasn't the regular Street Fighter two,
1: and they've given to some uh, th- some third string guy who's on the sidelines has picked up the Paul Bunyan Trophy, which has got to be old.
2: Wow, six and zero for the first time since nineteen ninety nine. Michigan State doesn't
1: matter; they're not going anywhere. They're nobody. The rest of the schedule, they play one ranked team. That's hard.
2: Really? Yeah, that's it. They, they don't play, play Iowa. Or? They play Iowa. That's okay. It.
1: Mm. So they play two ranked teams in their so far in their powder puff schedule. We on the other hand have a bitch and a half the last five weeks of the season. That's true, we do. We Wisconsin, play a lot of different teams at Wisconsin, at Iowa, against Penn State, and against Michigan.
2: Ugh. So you were talking about this person Dude. here that was Dude. talking about something.
1: Well, they're going to say that you know they're spending uh, you know this kind of money $67, 80 bucks back then, and now they're saying you know versus the inflation that we've got today, is it really that much cheaper? On Steam now, I don't seem to be able to buy anything much above ten dollars. It's a lot cheaper, especially factoring in inflation. Look, well, you got to understand, the games you're buying from Steam are got to be, you know, five, ten. $50. Yeah, they're old. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, for ten bucks, I picked up uh, or it was quake five bucks? Oh yeah, no, no for five bucks, picked up a quake one. Uh huh. And I picked up um, XCOM UFO Defense. For wow, a that's an old all of the XComs in a package. Really? Uh, yes. Wow. Th- those, those are fun games. Yeah, absolutely. And they've actually slowed them down now, for, so a modern computer can actually go ahead and use them. Ah. Because okay. you know back then you'd fly through. Sure, them. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Because, you know. Yeah. I've tried that before. I actually got a packed uh, <laughs> version of or a, a, a actual retail version of it, and it's like playing crack. You guys couldn't move because the computer's going so fast. The wow. process, the speed, you know, so quickly. Anyways, Highlander. Um, let's see. Let's do the forbidden knowledge as we head into the break here. We're at six forty-five. Okay, going you're to gonna we're gonna have tonight.
2: to we're gonna have to bring it up because I didn't bring the physical things. So. I
1: see. So let's go ahead and do that. Alrighty. Type in your thing.
2: Type in. While well, I my check thing. out
1: the video chat here, as uh, known wise takes a big yawn. Some dude wearing a New York Yankees cap. They're playing the Twins today in the playoffs. There's a video chat on VTWProductions.com. You can check it out.
2: Michigan De-de-de-dee.
1: State has defeated Michigan. South that? Carolina with a ball three five twenty one with five minutes left in the sorry three, 3 twenty nine. I
2: like their chance. Wow, is,
1: that makes Ohio State number one following that game.
2: I thought this is interesting because uh, I, I get emails from everyone when they when he joined Twitter. Allen Houston apparently is now following you on Twitter. Now I don't know if that is the former NBA star. I'm guessing not, but I thought that was interesting anyway. How many people we have following Twitter? Anyways, quite a bit, couple hundred. Following us on Twitter, every, every oh I'm, shit! Every, I, I have to look for the specific number, but ev- every week we always seem to get about nine or ten new people joining us on Twitter. I mean, you, you see, I, I can go back to, to I my will account. Make this, look uh, at this; this was uh, just this week. See, oh, yeah. Twitter, Twitter, I'm I'm Twitter, like Twitter, 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 yeah. Twitter. There's there's the quickening. Fine, of
1: I will. Uh, okay, I am making a pledge here and now. I will begin. You show me before you leave tonight. I will. I will start twittering at least once every other day with something that you must know. I, I don't know what that'll
2: be. I don't know what that is either.
1: Yeah, I will start tweeting that. We got that many people. All right. Like all right. So I brought it up.
2: Uh, do you want to bring the thing up so we can play the? We don't. We don't have the sounder for. We it? don't have the so sounder we, well, for I it. I got the
1: music for it, but you know. All
2: right. Well, we can just do because
1: the, you yeah. need to re-record that since it you know. Corrupted. Oh, because it corrupted. Yes, that corrupted too. Yeah, that's why I has such a hard time getting. Oh it man, the that's last, horrible. The last like week corrupted. I don't know why. All right.
2: All right. So, so this week's Forbidden this knowledge. This is knowledge. Bah, bah, bah. How to beat a polygraph or lie detector test. Now, I don't know if, how many of you this will be relevant. I've had to take I'm sure there You've had to take one before? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, funny story, real quick, before we start.
1: I had to take a polygraph test. For those who don't know, this is the test where they kind of, they strap you to a machine, they ask you yes or no questions, and then it tells you if you're lying or not. Yes. But I had to take one um, because my dad was a police chief, and back in the day when I was like 12, I was part of this Explorer Scout thing for the police department. And just to show us how it was, Each one of us had to kind of take like five minutes and take a polygraph test to see how it was. And, of course, my dad administered the test or was asking the questions while the dude was administering the test. He starts hitting me with all these questions. You know, have you ever stole the car? Have you ever gone out after dark when you weren't supposed to? Have you ever
2: stolen any money, you know, from your mother's wallet? That Uh kind of thing. (laughs) Right. That's interesting. (laughs) All right. Here we go. How to beat a lie detector test. There are a variety of instances in which you may be subjected to a polygraph or lie detector examination. These tests can be a source of tremendous anxiety, especially since it is all too common for innocent people to fail them for no reason, resulting in the denial of employment or false criminal accusations. Why? Because polygraphs are far from perfect. In fact, many experts consider them a farce and almost all scientists who have studied them and even some polygraph administrators understand that polygraphs are seriously limited. Fortunately for this very reason they are easy to get around. So here are some steps to getting around them. Step one refuse. That's right refuse to take a polygraph test if you can. Now for pre-employment Pre-employment screenings. This will almost they certainly ensure for employment for some of them. Yeah, for some. For you guys think a polygraph job.
1: test to actually get for some jobs? Not like all like jobs. CIA some type jobs. thing
2: or something? No, for uh, no, not for not for government jobs, but for some government jobs. You I do. didn't ask you for my job. Uh, for pre-employment screenings, this will almost certainly ensure that you don't get hired, but will it will probably not get you fired in most circumstances if you already have the job. In the U.S., private sector employees may not terminate employment or take other such adverse actions based solely on a polygraph refusal. Now, this protection does not cover government employees, so if they make you take a polygraph, you have to take it.
1: Okay, so I don't have a choice. You don't have have a choice. You have
2: to take it because you have a government job. If your polygraph is part of a criminal investigation, you do have a right to refuse, in the United States at least. And you should refuse even if you're innocent because of the possibilities of a false positive test. Refusal to submit to a polygraph is generally not admissible in court, and polygraphs themselves are always inadmissible. Step two, think ahead. If you're going to go through with a test, find out what the tester is looking for. A polygraph examination is administered to help find out specific information, such as whether you're a spy or whether you've used drugs, etc., etc. Prepare yourself in advance by thinking about what confessions they are looking for, what things you cannot admit. The polygrapher will ask you many uncomfortable questions, but only certain ones are important. If your test is prompted by a specific incident, you probably know what the examiner is looking for, but for pre-employment screening tests and the like, research the company or agency's policies to determine what you can and cannot admit. Step three, identify the questions. Identify the types of questions you're being asked. There are three basic types of questions you will be asked, relevant questions, irrelevant questions, and control questions. Irrelevant questions are those that are obvious, such as, what is your name? Have you ever eaten pasta? Whatever, whatever. Relevant questions are the important ones, such as, did you leak that memo to the media? Have you ever stolen money from an employer? Or have you ever sold drugs? Control questions are those against which your reactions to relevant questions will be compared. These are usually questions to which just about everyone can answer yes, but which everyone is uncomfortable honestly answering, such as, have you ever cheated in a game have you ever told a lie, even a tiny white lie to your spouse? Have you ever stolen anything? Now, because the, before the test, the polygrapher will typically read you all the questions you're going to be asked. This is a good time to mentally sort out the types of questions. Step four, essential information only. Say only what you need to. Yes or no answers should be all you need for most of the test. Resist the temptation to explain your answers or to go into details, although the polygrapher may try to get you to do so. Be courteous and cooperative, but do not offer any more information that is absolutely necessary. Answer questions firmly, seriously, and without hesitation. This is no time to joke around or try to be crafty. You want to appear earnest, cooperative, and resolute. Step five, manage your blood pressure. Throw off the machine's readings of the control questions by changing your blood pressure and heart rate. It's difficult to do. Say,
1: how do you do that?
2: But with practice, the next few methods and countermeasures will prompt your body to do so. Do some of the following when replying to control questions. Think about something exciting or frightening. Think of things that make you ecstatic, fearful, or frustrated. Bite your tongue. Bite the side of your tongue hard enough to cause pain, but not so hard as to draw blood. Practice this in a mirror to be sure that the polygrapher cannot detect it. This is actually a highly effective method, but it may be detectable if you have to speak for an extended period because you can't bite while you're speaking. Only use this method if you can give a quick yes or no response, which luckily will be most of the time. And finally, insert a small nail or tack into the toe area of your shoe and press down on this during the control questions to elicit a pain response. This is actually a sound method and used quite a bit, but it is easily defeated if the polygrapher asks you to remove your shoes. Last thing, step six, handle the after interview. After you're disconnected from the machine, the polygrapher may leave you in the room for a while and then come back. The polygrapher may claim to, quote, know that you are lying about something. This is a trick. Don't fall for it. Remain calm, firmly, and politely. Repeat your denial and do not change or argue your answers even in the slightest way. And, in fact, if you can, decline extended post-test interviewing if possible.
1: And that's how you get a polygraph. That's test. how you get, get a polygraph. Very test. good I- information. Somebody once told me you can get through if you cough through the whole thing.
2: Huh? Now, I, I, I didn't see that when I did my uh, research. Uh, yeah, uh, uh,
1: no, I didn't. Uh, yes, I killed her, uh, etc.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. I've never. I don't uh, know if that works. I've, I, I didn't come up across that. There were other methods that I saw to, to get around it, but those seem to be the biggie. So I didn't didn't want to make this longer than it already had to be because it was already getting pretty long to begin. Yeah, it's with. It's actually very interesting, though. I well, yeah, you know, I try to find something that's you know that's. Interesting that probably not all people know. Final South Carolina Gamecocks, <laughs> the
1: <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Someone's never won the country, 21.
2: and it's not Alabama.
1: Ohio State will become the number one team in the country starting right this second. Yep. So let's be the first to congratulate the Ohio State Buckeyes on being number one halfway through the show.
2: All right, let's all begin uh, out. Knock on wood.
1: Yeah, there you go. And on that, happy notes. We're going to take a break, folks. We'll be back here in a, about 10 minutes, thereabouts. Um, actually, we're going to take a little longer break than usual because we're not taking a bunch of others. Uh, let me see if I can. There There we go. Is that enough to make it 10 minutes? That's yeah, that's it, enough. Maybe yeah. it should. That's enough. Okay. All right, folks. We'll be back in about uh, 10 minutes, and we'll pick up right where we left off. Uh,
0: How I first got down Pops got a job Moved fan to fantasy town Checking BBSs For my wares and porn Around this
2: time The mafia was born. Spending mad hours Getting buff and lore, Get with the tavern ho Show off my long sword Couple years later Hit the hotline scene Waiting in queues where
0: I've never been seen Got hooked up With fat accounts Get my shit fast In a large amounts
2: Use my Cyrus ship To cook my meals Laugh all you want All on your ass At wacky wheels Got my emulators And a couple We've been with two.
0: to get the internet had a copy of Urkel and no regrets chilling in Mac files leeching on bots it took 9 years to get a download spot hours and hours making marathon maps always on the run cause I set it to cast. eventually I got a brand new power Mac so fucking fast I almost had a heart attack ran a hotline server on my school's That trash that cry got nerd history, stories for days. Spit it how I live it till The shit pays. So back up off if you question the cred. OG nerds will cut off your head. Yo, back in the day, shit was the best. I pirated Duke a BBS, a pimp with a 486. And anything I wanted was mine I started up a server called Industrial Strength And got sued by the R-I-A-A But I was born into a new world of computers And we became a generation of losers. But I said it before, and I'll say it again It's like being high, just remember intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised.
1: This is McVegan, and you're listening to Emperor and Highlander in the Emperor's Court. Remember, it's better to be a smartass than a dumbass. I don't know with Gnomewise on this one. He said in IRC uh, just prior to us going back in the air that he's astounded that hundreds and thousands of people actually care what he has to say. I'm in the same boat. It astounds me to this day that people, you know,
2: have any inkling or care what we have to say about it. I think they just find you amusing, that's all. That's possible. When you rant and rave about blah, 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 like listen to that dumbass talk, thinks his opinions count for something. That's why you come over here every week. That's right. It's just the amusement
1: factor. At least I admit it. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> folks, we're back here at the Emperor's Court on World Productions. I'm your host, Emperor. Joined in studio by Highland. Always a pleasure. And it occurs to me that dogs in the backyard are barking. We're actually uh, babysitting an extra pit bull because I of saw him, yeah. in town. So actually, I'm going to have to walk over here to this uh, window and close the storm window so the dog barking doesn't come through. If I can hear it, they can hear it. True. So here's what I need you to do, Highlander. While I am up and walking over, I need you to go ahead and fill the dead air. So fill the dead just, air. Uh, just talk about something that isn't irrelevantly stupid. Talk about something that I, isn't irrelevantly. It'll be hard stupid. for you to try.
2: We want me to talk about this thing right here. Yeah, if you want to go
1: ahead and set it up, feel free.
2: Alrighty, that's fine. This is according to Beta News, which I have never heard of. So ah, obviously, man. it must uh, it must be true. The first Google TV device gets unveiled and goes up for sale.
1: I caught my hand.
2: You okay?
1: Yes. Fine. All right. read it.
2: Supposedly, it's made by Logitech. As expected, Logitech today officially launched the first piece of Google TV hardware, the Logitech Review Setup Box. While a lot was already known about the product, today's announcement filled in all the gaps and revealed some additional surprise features that were heretofore unknown. In June of 2010, Logitech first presented the, re- the review showing off the box, its integration with the home theater as a Harmony-powered IR blaster and its support for Android applications. But this didn't really tell consumers what kind of device it would be, such as an over-the-top streamer like Roku or Apple TV or home media manager like WTV, WDTV or the Boxy Box. That's
1: kind of how things are going now. We've got TVs that are plugged into the Internet.
2: Sure. It's, it's, eventually, that's what's going to happen. They're, both of these things are going to combine into one thing. We'll still have radio, though.
1: Yeah, you could still Go get radio. it over.
2: You can still get it over the uh, of the internet. That's what would probably happen eventually, too. Later, it was shown off controlling a DVR and offering Google powered searches, but still, it looked like a device without an absolutely clear identity. Earlier this week, however, Google rolled out the full list of Google TV's capabilities on its new website. But since Google TV is a platform that will be available built into TVs as well as set-top boxes, the unique capabilities of the review still were a little hazy, and the target audience was still difficult to pin down. Today, it's become clearer. It's become so clear I need to scroll down so I can see what the hell it's about. Sorry about that. It's okay. With a full keyboard... At a trackpad controller, full web browser, full integration with home networks and theater setups, and a price tag at two hundred ninety nine dollars. So it's two
1: hundred ninety nine dollars for the TV or the keyboard or for everything. How big a TV?
2: I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the Logitech review with Google TV is the front end of a home theater PC captured in one box. It concentrates on streaming content, apps, and to a lesser extent, browser-based games and entertainment while managing your set-top boxes, DVRs, network PCs, and home entertainment don't computers. Don't use a DVR. Don't Never use a DVR? Never use really? one. Really? Never use one.
1: You've got to get one, I've heard do. nothing, but, but people telling me that they don't work. They don't what? Know, record right. It's paying the set up. I don't know who the hell you're talking to. So it records it the to the DVD thing. or It records it onto like a memory, like a hard drive. It records
2: it a hard drive. To, to the DVR.
1: Okay, yeah, the DVR. Which has a hard
2: drive built into it. Right, but it doesn't burn it to a DVD. No, although you can if you want to burn your I, DVD. I guess when I think of you DVR. Just, I
1: think of like the old VCRs where you could just tape something off of TV if you wanted No,
2: if, if you wanted to burn it to a DVD with the DVR, you would just have to connect a, a DVD burner to the DVR if you really wanted to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, then you have to figure out the. What kind of software, then you go through the hassle. It's
2: a pain in the ass. I, pff, DVRs are amazing. I. Pff, I will never not watch television without DVR again. Again. If I don't catch again.
1: it on TV, I can always look it up online later. I if it's online. I watch more TV on the computer. Okay, everything that's on TV eventually shows up online somewhere. Every TV station has stuff on their own websites these days. Some do, yeah, but not everything. I'm very, I would say the majority not of them now do, yeah. Go on. Okay. Your water, by the way, is over there. I yes. thought I mentioned that. I yeah.
2: saw it. All right, here we go. go so ahead. that's what I guess it looks like, all right, there. All that stuff there. Uh, if a certain device doesn't have an app or GTV formatted site, the built in Chrome browser can still view content like it would on the desktop. You can have up to three tabs open at a time, either normal or incognito, and browser bookmarks can be added to the review home screen. This includes things such as Flash-based Facebook games and streaming video services, too. It's not possible to store any content on the review, though, so downloading isn't available. Logitech showed off the ability for the review to be a set-top teleconferencing unit with Logitech TV cam and vidHD app. With this, users can place live 720p streaming video calls amongst themselves. That's
1: that 720 is nothing.
2: Or send video messages to users who don't have a review set-top box. The remote QWERTY keyboard... I yeah, not have to follow the whole thing, all right. we get the, the general idea. I was just okay. curious
1: if it said how big the actual TV was, and I was, I was skimming through it, and it doesn't actually say how big this TV is. I'm looking at the component parts here. It's a keyboard. I'm guessing that's a speaker, a central channel speaker. No, yes. I think that's, no? The, that's the webcam. Okay, that's, the, oh, that's a weird-looking webcam. See, it looks the, just like a speaker because it looks like things on the side, right? Yeah,
2: but then in the middle is is the, the, webcam is, is the itself,
1: yeah. And then what the hell is this? I
2: don't know. Uh Screw it.
1: Anyways, I do know that I, that uh, Google is actually uh, trying to market this by the end of the year, but I'm not sure that's actually going to be out by then. Um, I'm not. I'm i of two minds about this, and maybe it's just that as I get older, I'm more resistant to change. You know, I used to roll the punches pretty well when I was younger with all the new technology coming out. These days, I like it separated between the computer does these things, a TV does these things, and never the two shall meet.
2: See, I'm the exact opposite. Right, you're all about the new I love, yeah, if if it's new and shiny, I'm interested in it.
1: Which is kind of weird. I used to be like that, too. I mean, I still think that Best Buy is, you know, heaven for me when I walk in. Like, there's Uh so much here that I would like to use, but... Maybe speak up from a financial standpoint. Then since I can't afford any of this stuff, I just don't bother following. Up well, on sure. It like I mean, like thing. I
2: have, I have financial difficulties as
1: well, like everyone else. And, I and mean, it's a difficulty. I just said I, don't want, I can't afford all this stuff, so I just right. don't pay any attention to it. Right, right. I'm not, you know, poor sucking off the, you know, tea to the government like you. You're stuck in the public dole. What? What? You're a welfare case. You're a hippie, aren't you? All hippies welfare cases.
2: How am I a welfare case? Yeah. Because you're a hippie. How am I All
1: liberals are on welfare. That's how they get you to vote for them. How am I hippie again? You're, do we really have to bring up all the examples of your liberalism?
2: Liberalism, yes. Hippie, I'm still exact failing. I'm still failing to figure out. Thing. Well, see, that's why conservatives fail, because they're so small-minded and pea-brained that they, Speaking couldn't, of they hippies. couldn't figure out. Speaking of hippies, Did please. Did you read
1: the front page of the Plain Dealer today?
2: I don't watch, the, watch. read, do anything with the
1: yes, Plain Dealer. you don't get it. But if you had, you would have noticed that the Kent State shooting has been changed a little bit. They now have proof that the national guard was shot at first, which prompted them to the shoot. Oh no! Yeah. I've.
2: It, it's always been known that uh, that the students antagonized the national guard. No, no. But
1: this time, I mean, they actually have actual proof of them shooting at the guard. Oh wow! And another Dennis know. Kucinich is I, leading the charge. I, I did
2: know that the obviously the students egged on the national guard yes. by by burning the buildings and yes. things like that. But shooting? No, I didn't know about the shooting. I did not know that either. No,
1: but apparently they now have irrefutable proof. I just thought that was kind of interesting. I brought that up. I don't know why. I don't know and why either. Is that... Were you expecting oh, me to... speaking of hippies, that's why, oh, okay. yeah. Because it was an anti-war
2: protest. Yes, it was that's, an anti-war yes. protest, yes.
1: The other thing, too, is somebody was... Uh, um, uh, a couple of days ago, I was actually at my parents' house and I was listening to my dad talking to a friend of his who was in college and uh-huh. she's doing some kind of paper on morality and they were discussing... Actually, video games came into that. That's why I started actually paying attention because I was playing with a dog at the time. Uh-huh. And... There were, she was talking about the morality of when the morality of today's society changed and things like, you know, aggressive movies or overly gory video games or, you know, the trash talking and bullying that goes on the Internet. When that became, if not necessarily outright acceptable, but kind of par for the course. And when did things change like that? I, well,
2: I, as far as the Internet, I think it's always been that way. I can't, well, I can't well, remember a time when.
1: Her point was the moral compass. When did that begin to spin out of control? When did it begin to change? Well I don't know. If, I, that's you're
2: asking like if I mean change is fluid. I mean if, if you're gonna, you can't really pin down a specific date and say here everything was like this sure and now everything everything was exactly different. I think
1: the sixties things that ball rolling. Things
2: change all the time. It's you know, history is very fluid. Things change certainly events happen, right. But as far as like the, the mindset of people, like I said, it, it changes all the time. It's it's very fluid. I would think the sixties actually began the moral compass spinning when things started to change radically. Okay. You're welcome to that opinion. You don't think so?
1: I mean, it's I don't true, know, I'm not arguing having, saying it wrong, but... Having I never
2: looked into the subject of okay. when morality started changing, I, I, I have see. no opinion. When the greater Internet decoy theory was applicable.
1: None, you know, none left actually has a very good point. You've heard of the theory, right? The what? No, I've not. The Greater Internet Dickwad Theory?
2: No, I've not heard of the Greater Internet.
1: Uh, Okay. Nolov can probably pull up a. Actually, somebody did a Penny Arcade comic of it, but it's actually very funny and very true.
2: if, If I was going to take a guess, and like I said, I think it would go back to what I said before, I think it's always been that way. I can't remember a time in the Internet where there weren't people being stupid and being dicks to, each, to one another. Here it is. And basically it has everything to do with being uh, anonymous, but uh, let's see what... Yeah, let's see, anonymity. greater than a exactly. theory. Normal person plus
1: anonymity plus an audience equals total dickball. Exactly, yeah. The, right.
2: the internet provides anonymity, therefore you can act how you want to act without society you know, so lashing back you. So what does that, that say you?
1: about us? Let, I mean, let's say that a person gets on the internet and acts like a total a-hole. You know, uh-huh. and, and Lord knows we see it all the time. Sure. Hell, I used to do it myself. I still do it on occasion. For right. people who merit it. Does that say something more about us that inside we all we all have a little inner you know you know asshole within all? I think of us, I think
2: everyone does. Everyone gets upset about things or everyone needs to blow so off so steam somehow on the internet.
1: To, you know, this bullying thing at least in Cleveland is picking up more steam because we had that fourth person just kill themselves at Mentor High School over being bullied. Right, the Croatian chick. Yes, and of course the internet bullying is being pulled into this It's not becoming a big a big local discussion here. And I don't know that. I guess it says something uh, to me about society in general, where it, it, it's so rampant. It's not just a couple of people being upset. It's it just seems like, and maybe it's just perception, but the majority of people that go on the internet are looking for trouble. Sometimes they do to cause yeah. an issue.
2: I mean, even even in terms of politics, I've seen things where well, some, politics s- is always going to have that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm you know, s- someone will put like a, a political video up, and the, the the Republicans will go crazy, and then the Democrats will go crazy, and they will just go back and forth. Like you're an idiot, you're stupid, shut up, blah blah blah. I don't, I mean, are are we talking about, like, that specific incident about the the girl killing herself?
1: No, well, that's a little different than my experience, because I I, I have a certain opinion about that kind of stuff.
2: Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm saying,
1: uh, people don't harass me on my Facebook. They don't harass me on my emails outside of the show. They don't harass me other than when I'm in a game. In the game, starting, you get your normal, people call me the N-word, people call me a Jew, like, that's some kind of slur. I've never understood that. I don't know. I respond usually by calling them a Hindu, just because no one ever mentions them, it's just kind of out there, there. so being such a hindu call <laughs> over you know <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> oh it's great oh yeah i've got some, wow. some really cool ones like your, your mother must be a conductor for the amount of trains she pulls and i i just don't in gaming whether it's unreal tournament whether it's you know starcraft 2 whether it's uh, team fortress it, it's it's so it's so rampant and and so it's the same in every other environment i go into it's always there there's always the racial slurs. There's always, you know, the bullying. Always the derogatory comments. It's it's a part of, of the culture now, and I don't know why. I, you know the well, anonymity thing. I get like, to understand that, but people in general, things like
2: that have always been around. I mean you're talking about like not the, to this degree, not Talking about like like everybody. racial slurs and things like that. I mean I, I think I think things have gotten a lot better today well, look, if somebody, if than I'm they a, have way back well, and obviously being sport. being a, a white person, it's it's difficult to say, Well things are better now than they were back then. But I compared to how things were say, if you go in the South in like the nineteen fifties, oh, compared to today, things are a lot better than they were.
1: In this country, yes.
2: I think I, I don't. I don't I think that things have generally in, in the world have gotten better. Uh, can I you point to exact, specific incidents? Sure, yes. you obviously can. Frank, but I think in Belgium, general, England,
1: yes. England, right now, actually, in this very minute, they have a big protest going on or getting ready to go on in Leicester, I believe. That's probably going to erupt into some fighting in amongst uh, various groups, the English Defence League and the anti-fascist something or other league.
2: Look, Interesting. My, look I'll, I'll, all I'm saying right. is that are there incidents? There are always going to be incidents. But I think if you look at the general trend, things have, have generally, society-wise, trended to where things are a lot more civil and better, which is probably why the Internet is so rampant as the way it yeah, is. That's where I was because going, Because it, it, it affords you an opportunity to to let off steam, to just blow off, to say things that you normally wouldn't say. For, you know, for some people, I'm sure they believe it, but I would I would hazard a guess – that the majority, not maybe not the huge majority, but the majority of people that say things like that do it because it's a societal taboo. And by saying things like that, it's, in a perverted way, funny to them, maybe to other people, things like that.
1: I, get, I can understand that. Spyro's saying if the internet had not been invented, then there would be no problems. That's not what I'm saying. My point is that the majority of people. My my opinion of the world has always been the majority of people are actually very nice people. They go about their business. They're that's very how cool I think they I
2: I I would rather treat people. I, I'd rather go into you know if I meet someone for the first time, treating them nice and assuming that they're nice people, right. Rather than going into it thinking that they're out to screw me, just because that that's not the kind of person that I want to be. And I to live like that, I think would be really, really crappy. It would. It would. I. I don't know. I just wouldn't want to live like that. I'll put it that
1: way. Which is why I think that the internet really starts to—it's really maybe look at the way things are now, and my my opinion of people in general has changed. And again, maybe this goes back to what we started off the show with. Maybe it's my inner cynicism coming out now. Okay. When I look at people on the street or I talk to them, I automatically, I, whatever they're telling me, I, I don't necessarily believe. I don't take them at face value, which which is like I used to. Okay. I look at people now and think to myself, if you were a decent person, this is how you would act and no matter what facet of life you have. Whether you have online anonymity or whether you're standing in front of me talking in a conversation like you and I are doing right now. Uh-huh. I would assume, and I think it should not have been out of the realm of impossibility to believe this, that you're going to act the same way in both instances. The internet to me is showing me what people really are. That's how they really act. That's how they really feel. And that everything they, they do in day-to-day life is all an act. I'm supposed to act nice and civil, therefore I do. Not because I want to, but because I have to. But deep down inside, I think you're a dickhead, and I hate your guts, and this is what I really would say. I don't care, you know, I make fun of the cripple. I make fun of racial people. I make fun of people who look different. That's the real kind of me. Uh, The internet has done nothing. If if nothing else, has just made me look at society in in a very negative and different light, which I never used to. And I don't know if that's more of a a narrative on myself, or if that's a narrative on the way things would become.
2: I don't know. Or a little I mean, it's, bit of both, it's, it's obviously difficult to poll everyone and find out exactly if that's how they really feel, especially when people say things the way that they say them. Right. I, I tend to view it as more of just a way to, to blow off steam that they don't – people aren't generally dicks and, and a-holes. But you know,
1: Hilder, I mean but, I get home. I, I have what is increasingly becoming a much more stressful job. When I come home at night and I actually have a chance to play games I don't get on Starcraft or get out on real tournament and just start bashing the hell out of anybody and everybody to blow off steam now I may take them to the woodshed as far as the game goes but I don't come in to say what's up you know you enters or you know what's up my Jews right I, I understand I, you know well,
2: like like I said things like that I think average.
1: are I don't think I'm any different no, I, I don't think of so. the ordinary but I
2: like like I said before I think a lot of that has a little more to do with the fact that to those particular people, and obviously I can't go to them and ask them all and have some sort of giant poll and figure right. it out one way or the other. This is just my own personal opinion. Sure. That the, the people that do stuff like that do it because it's, you know, society doesn't allow you to do it. Not that they think in their head that they actually think of those people as, you know, you N know, well, words or whatever. But they can be deviant and get away with but it. But they can be deviant and get away with it. And to them, that, that affords them a modicum of, of amusement. They, they, they get a, a kick out of it, so, so to speak. So let me ask you this. Let's tackle the
1: 800-pound grill in the room, which is the same thing that they're trying to do in Menor in Cleveland. Okay. How do you stop it? Can you stop it? Can you stop internet bullying or cyberbullying?
2: Can you stop internet yes. bullying? Yes. You'd have to talk about like a huge paradigm shift as far as how people treat each other on the internet. And something like that, if you wanted to do it, I I don't know that it would happen in our lifetime. I mean, if, if if you look at even racism in this country, the you know slavery's been abolished since 1865, and women have the you know women have the right to vote 1865. 1865, 1865.
1: 1865. Emancipation Proclamation, eighteen sixty-two.
2: That was actually uh, in effect in eighteen sixty-three, and only affected Sorry, uh, after the Battle of Antietam. And only affected uh, states that states. were in rebellion, right? Yeah. So there were still
1: states who had because the free states in the North didn't have slaves. Uh,
2: Delaware had slaves. Del- Kentucky okay. had slaves. Kentucky Missouri had not slaves. A free
1: state. it was part of the it was part of the Confederacy. No, Kentucky was part of the Confederacy. No.
2: The Confederacy would have let them in, but it was under Union control. Plus, it had a Union okay. government. Kentucky was not part of the of the Confederacy. It it never seceded. Maryland didn't secede. Actually, Maryland, Maryland didn't did secede not. because of Part what Lincoln of did. Yes. But Maryland had slaves. Delaware had slaves. Kentucky had slaves. Missouri had slaves. We're going to look it up? Yes, we are. All right, we'll I, look I, it up.
1: I'm interested now to find out what the right. States, the Confederacy, is. I
2: know that they did accept representatives from kentucky and missouri into the confederate congress
1: sure because but, they had
2: a lot of kentucky regiments but kentucky did not oh, look at this
1: confederate flag confederate seal part of the confederate from 1861 to 1865 yeah confederate states of america okay unrecognized state set up from 1861 to 1865 part of by the 11 southern slave right. states which states were america, what were the 11 states declared their secession for the united states government which which ones Thank were which
2: ones were much. which which it just states? said it was
1: one of the 11 states that de- seceded from the union Seceding states:
2: South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Canada, Georgia, Georgia Louisiana, Louisiana, Texas, Virginia, Arkansas, Tennessee, North Carolina. After
1: the Confederate attack in Fort Sumter, those also seceded. Seceding territories actually comes under here. Kentucky is a territory of the United States, seceded to the mm- Union. Or no, to the United states Kentucky states of was a state. Thank you very much. Kentucky it's was a state right in seventeen ninety-two. Wikipedia does not lie.
2: Thank you for lying to everyone. That's that's really sad that you'd be willing to lie to everyone I in do. order to make yourself look better. Yes, you did just bit. lie. You did your just your lie. Don't tell me I'm not down. lying. You just you are, lied. You, are, you lied to all these people. You should be ashamed of yourself. Right there. Right. No left. You look Confederate up. States of America. Please show me where it said on that article that Kentucky was the part of the Confederate States, States of America. It
1: was an unrecognized state set up from 1861-1865, unrecognized because the Union didn't recognize Confederate States of
2: America. Show me the part where Kentucky seceded from the United States of America and joined the Confederate States of America. Show me. Show me where it is right now. You I'm can't. I'm
1: looking for it. Because it does then not you're, exist. Are you going to shut up? Gonna
2: no, shut up. I'm not going to shut up because you're being an idiot. Kentucky. It doesn't exist. They'd never seceded.
1: Why would the Confederacy, but ever since the secure succession Missouri, Kentucky, Maryland, failed in the face of federal military action? Meaning that they joined the Confederacy, but the Union said, no, 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 just like they did in Maryland, you're still part of the still Union. Still waiting for Kentucky. Long rebellion. Still waiting right for Kentucky. There. Where? Where's Kentucky? Secure succession in Missouri, Kentucky, and Maryland, but failed. Failed
2: to. Ex- to- to secure secession failed because in Missouri. Union said, no, failed because they in Kentucky. It. Because the union failed said, the union in Maryland. Said, no, they never it's left it's the Union. I will yell that. like this as loud as I want. Go ahead. You're still wrong. No.
1: It even says right there. Moron.
2: Right there. Idiot. In the black and white. Idiots. Idiot. No,
1: that's right. You keep lying. Then moron. They there never joined the Confederate States of America. Never, America. never. Never.
2: Never. I will talk over you
1: for the rest of the hour and tell you you're You're an an idiot. Someone with a history degree does not know that Kentucky Kentucky joined the the Confederacy.
2: Rip up your degree, you moron. It is not worth the piece of paper that they printed it on, you idiot. You are a moron. No wonder you don't teach history because you don't know history. You know no history whatsoever. Keep talking, idiot dig
1: that hole deeper side. and deeper the only thing that broke away was northern counties of Maryland fought for the union that's the only example of the three All the blah blah blah, of the blah, 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 of blah, blah blah you're a jackass and I'm right, thank you Confederate government of Kentucky thank you, none left now that you've been proven wrong they never
2: joined the Confederate States of America <sighs> They never seceded. I've proven you wrong. Never happened. i proven you wrong. It did not what happen.
1: Has proven you wrong. I don't know what else. It did not happen. This is the I Party. I will keep talking Stick over your you. It didn't in happen. Your ears and yell as loud as you can until people go away or stop talking to you. Thank you oh, for proving me right. I just ruined. Did I just ruin? No,
2: I, r- seriously get out that history degree and rip it up. It's worthless. If that's what you learned in history, I tell you to you rip it up. You can't. Oh, oh no.
1: it's soon. worthless. Get your, stupid video your piece game of moment paper of week, is worthless. And you can write this down as a stupid video game moment. It's when it is decided to yell you didn't know about.
2: Your history degree is worthless. It is not worth the piece of paper it was printed on. <sighs> was a
1: shadow government. For the Cowell of Kentucky by a self-constituted group of Southern sympathizers during the American War. Never replaced the elected government, government in Frankfurt. In Frankfurt. Never replaced. Which had no control over the state of
2: Kentucky. Never replaced it. Never the shadow, the, government government never, never the, the shadow government never had control of the The shadow government never replaced things. the electorate, which had all strong of union sympathies All of the
1: army of the Kentucky fought for the Confederacy strong he union sympathies the, the Kentucky. government Kentucky. was never to, Thank union you Thank you thing. for
2: proving me right by Why saying you been, what you, you, you been just been did. Wrong. No you, you what an idiot I can't okay. believe how stupid all you are I can't believe this You know you are you are so dumb You are so stupidly dumb It is unbelievable Thank God you don't teach children this. I'm glad you're not a history teacher. If you taught them this, I would be pissed.
1: You can do a second.
2: From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. My God. You can apologize to me after the show. Never apologize to you. What a crock of shit. Stupid video game moment. Today, the console market is all about the all-inclusive multimedia device. A great example is the PlayStation 3 with its internet capability, its DVD and Blu-ray capability, etc., etc. However, if Sony wanted to know why the PS3 was an initial bust, they only had to look into the past, specifically 1993. Back then, the multimedia revolution was in full swing, and like today, the race was on to create the best all-inclusive multimedia device. One company, Pioneer, decided to throw their hat into the ring and create their own device that they thought would be the end-all of consoles. Their creation was the Pioneer Laser Active, a console that did indeed fulfill the idea of an all-inclusive device. The Laser Active was capable of playing games, movies, music, and even working as a karaoke machine. There were, however, three requirements to owning a Pioneer Laser Active, a forklift, parents that were millionaires, and an IQ under 70. Let's find out why. The size of the Laser Active can be summed up in one word Behemoth. The largest video game console ever at 25 pounds.
1: Jesus, how much is the PlayStation 3?
2: How much does it weigh? I don't really yeah, know. It's, it's heavy as hell. It's heavy, but it's not as heavy as this thing. Uh, by comparison, the original Xbox is only two thirds the size of the Laser Active and only weighs 14 pounds. The LaserActive definitely wasn't a console that could be slipped right next to the television, due mainly to its ability to play Laserdiscs, which were the large precursors to today's DVDs and Blu-rays. Pioneer also partnered with Sega and NEC to allow add-ons that you could buy, enabling you to play Sega's full library of Genesis games and also NEC's TurboGrafx-16 games. The system could also play LD ROM games, which were Laserdisc games, of which there were only about 20 made because the system was discontinued.
1: Oh, so they, okay, oh, I'm sorry, Pioneer did allow them to make the add on.
2: Oh, Pioneer, yeah, Pioneer partnered with Sega and with. Right, And I remember
1: back in the day, like Atari and Coleco made, uh, uh, made uh, modules that went onto the systems that allowed you to play each other's games. Right, there was no. Yeah. Copyright at the time. Right, All no, right,
2: yeah, okay. yeah, this time they actually went to the companies and did everything. Uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, de, 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 de. The system would also play LD games. So besides the giant size of the system, what's the problem? Well, let's start at the bottom of the scale and work our way up. An LD-ROM game for the Pioneer Laser Active could be had for the low, low price of $120. If you wanted karaoke capabilities, the add-on would cost you only $350. Yeah. If you wanted to play Genesis or TurboGrafx-16 games, those add-ons were just a mere $600 each and for the unit itself the pioneer laser active would set you back nine hundred and seventy dollars so we've talked about the forklift requirement the millionaire requirement the under 70 iq requirement well besides the obvious of spending so much money on a console if you were going to throw down nearly three thousand dollars for a console when you could buy a genesis TurboGrafx-16, LaserDisc player, and karaoke machine separate for less money, you'd have to be the king or queen of the short bus to buy this thing. The public in 1993 agreed with my assessment and the system quietly died within a year. The Pioneer Laser Active. Too big. Too costly. Too dumb. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history.
1: Personally, that think you kind of question and wonder why the hell something like that was made.
2: I don't know. I mean,
1: it's cool as a, like a prototype system to say we do have the technology to make something like this. It's just not cost-affordable. It's not cost-affordable at all. It was huge.
2: Or, I'm not sure that's the right I've seen, thing yeah. I, I saw pictures when I was, and the thing is gigantic.
1: So, it's... I mean, I wonder if they have anything like that on eBay because I know a lot of people, myself included, who like... I, I, I know Barron's that... Aaron's a big collector. I, I
2: was going to get to that. I didn't know if I wanted to put that in, put it in there or not. Uh, it's it's one of the most sought-after devices, only because they made so few, and it was so expensive and did so many things. So what's it called again? The Laser... The Pioneer Laser Active. Pioneer... Pioneer Laser, laser active. active. Let's see if
1: it's up there. Is it one word or two? Pioneer oh, Laser... Yeah, there it is. No, that's, there it is.
2: That's just a uh, control pack. That's I'm, 300 just for uh, that's that's for one of the add-ons. That's what they call it. they call them control packs. I'm not sure which control one it is. Control pack console
1: five ten. Let's see.
2: Uh,
1: I hate when that's one these the generic ones because there's never any. Yeah, they don't
2: tell you anything. I can't read what the it's in Japanese. Good God, it looks like a CD drive. And that, that's just an add-on. That's not the size of the system.
1: <laughs> uh, it must be the Genesis system because look at this. Yeah, it does have, have a Genesis controller.
2: setup. Yeah, that might be the Genesis one.
1: Pioneer Laser Active System B controller B. As far as condition as in crappy, uh, doesn't say specifically what it works for. There's Again, it's just generic stuff. So I I hate when, when it's these companies that do it because you either have to know a lot about the product you're buying because they never give you any kind of like rundown as to what the
2: hell it is. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Now, this is one of the games. Laser Active Space Berserker? Uh, that's a, that's one of the LD-ROM games I was talking about, uh, the Laserdisc game.
1: It looks a lot like, I tell you what the picture reminds me of, of a kind of a new artsy way, if you ever looked at uh, Warhammer uh, Battlefleet Gothic, that's exactly what it looks hmm. like. It's called Space Berserker. That's exactly what the ships look like, too. Uh, again, there's no description. It just says that, you know, what the, the game... working condition,
2: yeah. I'd, I'd love to know what it looked like, though, like if you wanted to play it.
1: I wonder if there's any... I wonder if somebody made a... The Great a, Pyramid. Uh, that's, that's another LD ROM, ROM game. A ROM for this thing. Nope. Same thing. Same company. It doesn't say what it is, just that it's a game.
2: Yeah. And even some of the... I looked at the names of some of the LDROM games, and some of them are like encyclopedias. It's really, really sad. But anyway, i 88 to spend, bucks
1: for that one game, 120. I'm just talking about the collector.
2: Yeah, like if, if you wanted to buy it new, like if you actually had one of these systems and you wanted to buy it, it was, it was 120 bucks for the game. 206 for the items for
1: Laser Active. Uh, oh, that's not... Things. Yeah. yeah.
2: You'd have to probably look under games. There
1: might be something else in here. I just I was yeah. curious. Yeah. Lighting effects, games all categories.
2: Uh, DVDs, um, Video games three. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just three those three, three things. things. Yeah. yeah, not too many things for no, the Oh,
1: here we go. Oh. There's another one. Laser active mega LD high roller battle.
2: That's another game.
1: It has the picture of a chopper on it. And again, it's the same be... company. Just generic stuff. No, nothing specific about the title. I don't know that has to do with a high roller. I, I don't either. It's called the high roller the battle. The high roll, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Got me. So they do exist on eBay. They're just a fortune. I'm just catching up here on IRC. Some counties in Kentucky were pro-Confederate, but they didn't last very long in Kentucky. By a whole, was was a Confederate government. It was the same thing with Maryland. It wasn't technically a union thing either because they had no control over it. The Union stayed out of it. The southern counties
2: actually seceded. That's we'll right. Just, we'll just leave it. I'm not going to get into it. not going to get into how I forgive you. Lincoln kept it pro-union by suspending habeas corpus, and that's the reason why they didn't leave. But I whatever. forgive you. All right, this was
1: from dvdtown.com. Nine video games that should be made into movies. We actually did this that one last right week. But yeah, we, we as
2: has, has it been last week, I think it's been like two weeks, hasn't it? Uh, or I mean, two shows,
1: maybe, or whatever. No, it's last show. We meant to get this in here. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, so we're, we're going to skip our bottom of the hour break bec- or because we're we only, only have in 20 minutes. Hours. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just go with it. All right. Um, uh, I think it was down there. Is it at the very bottom it's here? starts. Kinda, no, go back there. the out. hell does it start? Yeah, continue reading. reading that's right. Next movie. Okay. Da, 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 da. We're now going to nextmovie.com. Nine video games that should be made into movies. There we go. And it gives basically a rundown of the current video games that are in movies like... Resident uh, Evil,
2: Prince of Persia, Persia thank you. things right. like
1: that. All right, Dungeon Keeper. Bullfrog Dungeons Management Simulation allowed gamers to take the part of the baddies every hero is sent to kill and turn the tables on the good do-gooders. The movie would... Uh, sorry, the movie world, in which that's the part of the problem. Well, I'm sitting about <laughs> eight to ten, ten feet away from my monitor... It's hard to read the words, and I got the thing blown up as far as I can. What we should do for the next show, if I could actually get around to it, is put it on the 50-inch TV. That would be pretty good. And put good. the game on the smaller one. That would make sense. I used to do that, but it was a real hassle. Mm. The movie world, in which fantasy is an increasingly popular genre, is ready for that kind of kick in the pants. Bringing Dungeon Keeper to life to the big screen would offer opportunities to skewer the Lord of the Rings and its ilk without resorting to the level of, say, epic movie. Hell, put the Mike Myers in the lead and give him a, uh, a chance
2: to make amends for the love guru. I don't know that I agree with that one. That, I don't know how much of a good movie that would make. Uh, it, I,
1: because it wasn't a plot. It was, a, it was No, There a wasn't much there, of a plot. Of, the whole yeah. plot
2: of it was you, you build your dungeon, and then people come in and try to steal the treasure, right. and you kill them. It was actually similar to a game that I used to own for the PlayStation called Tecmo's Deception. Very, I remember the yes. Very yes. similar, yes. only that was it was a, a mansion, and you had to set up traps, and people would come into the mansion. you try, try and, and trap f- them or kill you'd them. You'd try right. and trap them or kill them, yeah. The Legend of Zelda. I'd agree to this. this one. Okay, I could get this. Yeah, it would depend on which Legend of Zelda. There's so the many. The first one. Back in 2008, IGN posted a low-budget trailer for a Legend of Zelda movie as an April Fool's Day prank. The explosion of enthusiasm for even this half-baked production just goes to show that there's gold in them there hills for any studio bold enough to bring the adventures of Link and Zelda to theaters.
1: If they do it right, they'd have to it's do it the right. Same with every other video game. If they do it right, and right. they never do.
2: No, they never do. There'd be delicate choices. You'd have to ditch the kitty link for the more mature version and put at least a, piece, a PG edge on it. Some of Nintendo's cutesy poo imagery, but the end result could be a lot of fun for the fantasy fans and longtime Zelda enthusiasts alike. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to. I, I don't know if see how it would depend on what you have to do. If you would, now, okay, let's say you were going to do the Legend of Zelda movie, right? Would you take the story from one of the games, or would you make your own story? I would take the first
1: one, the very first Legend of Zelda, as the basic thing. Ganon takes zelda is keeping her link must get the triforce along the way and to try and break her out and go with that okay use that as your basic plot line gotcha if you start breaking it down like ocarina of time mask of jordan etc you're mm-hmm. gonna lose a lot of people stick with the basics if you want to have sequels then you can do that later hmm, okay but you have to set the groundwork first a majority of people when we get right down to it don't know what legend of zelda is you know a lot of people i don't know i think a lot of Okay they may know uh, no it's M- like maybe games. not okay, like
2: grandparents and stuff right. probably, but I think that people obviously older than us kids are not going to know. Well, people older than us might because they're the ones that buy the games for the kids so if, if, if the kids really want, Legend is are are they going to know enough
1: it. to actually go see the movie? probably not
2: i mean mean, you and i grew up with they might recognize i I would say that they would recognize the name what a catch that was pretty good catch go ahead i would i would say that older people would recognize like okay let's say parents that's a little better okay parents would recognize the name the legend of zelda they might not know the specifics of what the story is about so but is that enough to get butts in the seats at theaters Sometimes that's all you need as long I mean look at look at the Resident Evil movie. So would you do Horrible movie? movies, yeah. but people went to see it. Would because you do a CGI
1: called... or would you do a live action? Oh I would do live action. Okay. I
2: would definitely do live action.
1: Alright, this one I think this next one I think is would be kind of lost only because a lot of movies are very similar. Assassin's Creed. The idea of exploring the subconscious for clues of an outside mystery was delved into by Christopher Nolan's Inception to Great Effect. That was a great movie. But Leonardo DiCaprio or DiCaprio didn't race around taking bad guys out in ninja-like fashion. And who doesn't love a ninja? Its combination of futuristic conspiracy thriller and acrobatic history, uh, historic action, will give it plenty of territory to explore, and it has no shortage of style-heavy set pieces to keep the adrenaline drunkie satisfied. Here's hoping where Ubisoft goes next with the storyline is to make it into a movie. The other thing, too, is that he's Persian, isn't he?
2: Um, in Assassin's Creed? Yes. Um, the a the first one, I'm, they never really say where he's from. It's if just he's sort middle of Eastern, mid, I'm Middle Eastern. Right he's Middle Eastern. Yes, it, it, that's Death Note to a movie. In the second one, he's uh, from the Renaissance. He's he's Italian.
1: That one would probably be the one you want to go to if you're gonna if you're gonna take a Middle Eastern person and put him in at this time period, the way things are the movie will not... I don't
2: disappear. know. I've, I've, I think that there would be an opportunity there to try and... And you'd have all kinds of screams of racism To try and, and build, build some gap. Well, they, it's certainly nothing racist about with um, the first game. Okay, neither was 300, but
1: people still at that thing saying it was, it was depicting the Persians in a bad light. And it's uh, just racist against Persians. It's an anti-Iran film. It's an anti-Middle you know, East film because a bunch of white guys killing a bunch of
2: Persians. I know that's what Iran said, but the rest of the world seemed to love it. So, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. I think it would make a pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting Actually, movie. I'm going to read this next one because have you, you ever read? Uh, have you ever played Assassin's Creed? Or I played Assassin's the first two. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Two is pretty good. You probably wouldn't like the uh, the big reveal that there is in the game, knowing knowing the religious undertones that you. Uh,
1: oh, into. it's uh, let me guess. It's a vast conspiracy run by the Catholic <clears>
2: Church. No, no, it has nothing to do with the Catholic Church whatsoever. No. God is fake uh no god they they never say God. i, I hate to okay i'm just going to spoil it so if if spoiler you're spoiler alert if, if you're playing assassin's creed 2 and you're you're uncovering those glyphs that show a little that we, when you figure out the puzzle it shows like a two second clip of something and obviously you have to put it all together to find out what goes on just skip the next five minutes or whatever or just skip ahead if you're listening to the podcast so anyway um you know the the premise is that people go back in time with like the Their ancestors' memories or whatever, the DNA and everything. So there was this guy that used to do that, and he basically went crazy. But he went all the way back to, like, it it actually says unspecified time. And what it is is there are um, aliens that came down to the planet, like, prehistory, and created human beings as their, like, slave workforce. And... I could see where that would lose some people. The human, well, here's, here's where you're, here's, here's you're going to lose it. Now, I don't think you're going to lose it, but you're going to be like, that's, we'll lose my that's interest. crap. Yeah, yes. uh, the humans rebelled Done. by two people named Adam and Eve who stole a, an artifact from... They, called the, they never give a name for the aliens, but they're called those who came before okay. by stealing one of their artifacts that they called the apple. And Adam and Eve used the apple... And humanity rebelled against the so creation it 's a reimagining of creation yes so it 's a reimagining of, of the genesis story,
0: yes
1: eh, yeah i
2: mean it 's a video game and I guess. The, the the premise is that Adam and Eve are the are the forebearers of uh, the assassins, and then the the assassins are supposed to be the good guys, obviously, and then the uh, the the Templar are the the bad guys who want to control humanity via the artifacts that are left behind. By the uh, alien race, I guess that if you're
1: looking at it from a, a intellectual standpoint, that would kind of that wouldn't fly with the Bible simply because it was humans who wrote the Bible. Well, yeah, they're, obviously, but they're, but no, no, they're taking is, liberties, yeah, right. But you wouldn't think that they're leaving, being thrown out of paradise. You would have thought that they would have depicted the God or gods as you know being the oppressors and you know holding slaves. But it was the great liberation, not being thrown out of paradise, right?
2: I'd, I'd like to, I'd, I'd, yeah, I like say I don't know. Maybe maybe right. they'll explain it in Assassin's Creed Three how it's supposed to jive and everything. But I, I know that at the end of Assassin's Creed 2, the uh, the main baddie Templar guy uh, gets himself elected pope because he knows uh, the the papal staff and the, the apple are two of the artifacts left behind by the aliens. Okay, uh, and he wants so to you use like them. the Staff of the Viker of Christ. The, the, the one it's, it's got like three yes three lines across like yes. shorter longer yes that yeah that staff is an is an alien artifact and then we combine it with the apple from the first game Assassin's Creed. You, there's supposed to be some sort of repository underneath St. Peter's Basilica where there's like a lot of the knowledge that the aliens left behind, which is not the case because you, you win, you beat the other guy, and then you go under and you find out all the stuff. But Anyway, that's, that's where I thought you'd probably be like, eh. I mean, I you, would mean, be you know, it's, in that.
1: if the storyline hangs together, I mean, for a game, it, it, it's all it right. does hang together, yeah. It's it's games like when Final Fantasy Tactics, you know, makes it very overtly obvious that they're taking shots at the Catholic Church specifically. Right? No, no, that's no, not a problem. No,
2: the, the game doesn't take specific shots at the Catholic it's Church. It's abstraction. That's fine. If 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 anything, uh, the Templars, the, the Catholic churches, are, are the dupes. The the Templars are using right. the Catholic Church for their own ends.
1: I'm gonna read this next one because I think you're more familiar with this number four than I am.
2: Ooh, yeah, I, I would love that. All right, one. so
1: the, the next one would be Metroid. Okay, sure, there's already been a movie about a badass woman battling hordes of disgusting alien parasites. As much as we hate to say it, however, Sigourney Weaver is nothing on Samus, the armor-clad bounty hunter who is at the center of the Metroid universe. Samus would be an instant star-making role for whichever actress was lucky enough to play her... And a crossing of laser beams and the likes of space pirates, Metroids and the nefarious Mother Brain would make up for an awesome romp for the darker side of the galaxy. I think it
2: would. It would be an interesting movie.
1: Maybe a popcorn eating. You'd probably, yeah, it'd above.
2: be like a blow everything up. You'd probably have to come up with your own storyline because there really isn't much to the storyline of Metroid. It's just you go, you blow up the crap, and you win. And you win. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus. I would love to see this movie. This puzzle platformer might not seem like movie fodder. Nothing says thrills like watching a creature for ten minutes to discern its weakness. But in this case, the story's the thing. The struggle of Wander to rescue his love, the length he goes in order to accomplish his quest, and the devastating twist ending all make for a compelling and heady theme. Throw in some titanic battles against beautiful and horrifying creatures, and you have the makings of a thinking person's fantasy adventure. A shadow movie was once in the works, but it is foundered. Let's get this done, Hollywood. Yeah, the, the twist ending in the end is pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, Splinter- oh, I never thought about this one. Splinter Cell. The underperformance of the Sum of All Fears dampened to Tom Clancy's cloud of the box office. But here's betting that Sam Fisher could bring it right write it back again. With no new Mission Impossible title in the works and James Bond and Jason Bourne taking a break, hmm. the time is right for the emergence of a new one-man espionage powerhouse. I thought powerhouse. They were going
1: to do another Mission Impossible
2: with, um, with uh, Tom Cruise. I don't know. It wouldn't on. surprise me. I mean, it's, it's, it's making money. And I know that the next Bond film is going to come out eventually, but I don't know when. Uh, Splinter sells high military gadgets, globe-trotting escapades, and standout central character. Give it all the makings of a taut spy thriller. Plus, the glowy goggles are just begging to be merchandised. Why this this property is stalled in development hell, we'll never know. Grim Fandango. Uh... That would be... Different, I guess. Yeah, actually, when when Grim Fandango came out, it was a huge flop. Yeah, I know. nobody bought it. But it's it's a decent decent game. Several
1: Lucas Art adventures, uh, games, uh, could fill the spot. The Curse of Monkey Island, Full Throttle, Howard the Duck, Loom. But we'll go with Tim Schafer's hybridization of film noir, uh, and Mexican folklore about the afterlife, with references to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Casablanca, and other movie classics to be a meta, a meta enough for today's savvy audiences. But its story is hilarious and emotionally full on its own, and stocked with enough compelling characters for any three Oscar winners. And let's not forget the design, which gives Grim Vandango a look like anything we've ever seen on the big screen. Are you listening, Tim Burton? Yeah, uh, I, 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 no. guess,
2: I guess Tim Burton would have to direct that if you were going to do it, but... No. Then it would have to be like all stop motiony or something. I no. Don't know. I, no. No? No.
1: Any reason? I didn't care for the game, I don't care for the artwork, and I don't care for the premise. It's, hmm. just, it's not something I would go to. Okay. You'd have to have a... When they say uh, a savvy audience... That means
2: any film that pulls in $5 million. That's what it means to me. Hmm, okay. Go ahead. Half-Life. Studios, start putting up posters featuring a crowbar and watch the Buzz build. Half-Life is arguably the finest shooter ever made. And its Bullshit. story... Do you think Quake is the finest shooter ever made? Yes, sir. Continue. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Half-Life is arguably the finest shooter ever made and its story of Gordon Freeman's attempt to escape both transdimensional invaders and the, st- and the soldiers sent to contain them has enough twists to take it beyond the standard creatures-in-an-enclosed-space scenario. It's almost a shame that you'd have to go through one entry in order to get to Half-Life 2's rich cast of characters and Expanded Mythology, but the first title was no slouch and has plenty to recommend it as the movie Doom should have been. And finally, and this, I guess, could, it should have come as no surprise...
1: It, depending on how it's done, and unfortunately, I keep thinking of Clash of the Titans when I think of this as a movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't
2: think they would make this movie because they made Clash of the Titans, right?
1: Which did not do particularly well. I don't think. I
2: don't know. I didn't look to see the new d- one. I'm talking. I, about. I never went to see it. I did. You did? Was yeah. it? Was it what you expected? Like I would go in, no. I expect things to blow up and just you know eat your popcorn it, and y- park your brain to the door.
1: I wonder why the hell Liam Neeson had any part of this movie. Probably, a, I mean, probably for a, money. For an A-list Hollywood star, you would not expect him to be there? Well,
2: my, my guess is it might have something to do with the fact that Lawrence Olivier played the part before. So maybe he wanted to try and, and like, hey, I played the part that Lawrence Olivier played. You know, that kind I of thing. I guess. I don't know.
1: It didn't hang together. The plot was pretty crappy. It was not as good as the original. As cheesy as the original was. It was pretty cheesy. But I liked the original a lot better. Hmm. And they just kind of threw the Kraken in there at the end. It was just... It was at the end? Yeah. It was, it was like the last two minutes of the movie. Really? The movie. Well, you got to remember... Well, you know, in the original theme... Well, Kraken, but, I mean,
2: I'm spacing it on the trailers where they just kept pimping sure, it right. every single time.
1: right? You know, it, if you actually read the story of Perseus too. the Kraken wasn't... It wasn't the Kraken, it was something else that they used. The Kraken was something completely different. It was one of the Titans. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. God of War. Clash of the Titans just did the man against the gods. Mythological action epic thing. But let's face it. Perseus is nothing on Kratos. God of War's chain-weapon-wielding antihero. Casting the right Kratos would be a tough... Excuse me.
0: uh,
1: Hiccups now. Massive in scope, insanely intense set-pieces, and a potent story of revenge and redemption are already in place. Take your pick of Titans, scaling Mount Olympus to fight against the Colossus of Rhodes or a giant-sized Kratos vs. Ares showdown as the God of War image most likely to make audiences' eyeballs explode. Somebody find for me, if they can, the Penny Arcade comic that shows uh, the next God of War. Because we're talking about now, that he's killed off all of the uh, gods in the uh, Greek pantheon. Oh, has he? Yeah. Well, I, I guess with the collect with the ending of I'm, God of I'm War, I'm one three. of the
2: f- I'm one of the few people that have never played any of the God. I of have War God
1: games. of War one and two on the collection I got for Christmas. I have yet to play them.
2: But uh, so he's he, he's killed all all the Greek gods. I guess. <clears throat> I guess you'd have to go to the Norse gods next, maybe. Penny Arcade Thor-, had- Thor would be interesting, I suppose.
1: Penny Arcade had a very funny way in. in- and how they looked at it for the next pantheon of gods uh-huh. that he goes after. Um, I'm hoping that Left can actually pull it up. It's Left even in Yes, he is here. Okay, the, I know he fell out of there. Ah, there it is. This I thought was hysterical when I first saw this. It's kind of blasphemous, but funny as hell.
2: Oh, to go after Christianity. Okay. <laughs> that would be... That would certainly get people talking. And it shows Kratos jumping up with his you know,
1: double-bladed axe, going after God and Jesus in heaven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. There you go.
1: Well, you can battle all the saints. St. Saint Michael, St. Patrick, St. Christopher. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not like saints anymore. You'd
2: have like a boss battle against like St. Peter to op- yeah. op- open, the open the gates. St. Yeah.
1: Paul, and then you get St. Mary. Of course, you know, slapping around. In
2: a way, they kind of did that with Hell with uh, Dante's Inferno. So I don't know that they would, you know. I don't
1: know that they would yes, actually they do it. they made it, it would have. It, Arguably, the most controversial games ever. Oh, I, if they I, were I do, bet yeah, you probably would. I bet you it would burn the place down. As a general rule, Christians don't particularly get violent when you make fun of their religion. They don't, you know, chop people's heads off. You do that, and I would not be surprised to hear about some violence. Possibly, I, I would not be surprised to find out that the uh, headquarters of the company were burned to the ground. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if we'll go after cartoonists and burn, you know, flags in the streets, but I, I would not be shocked to find out. Well, we've got five minutes Jim left. Tommen says there isn't coming a God of War four. At least the company said they will never make another God of War. That's again. probably why they
2: won't do it because they killed all the gods off.
1: Yeah, but you could do after like the old Irish gods or the Norse gods. I mean, or the Egyptian gods. I mean, there are pantheons you could take on. There are, but then but they have to change the, the focus around.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I've never played the games. I've heard they're fun, but I've never played them. So we don't have time for the quickening. Unfortunately, we'll have to skip no. that. Well, that's week. that's fine because I, I I was trying to do them. I, I was starting to run out of time. I'd rather. I'd rather do a quickening and a half next week than half a quickening right now. So that's fine with me. So make sure you email Highlander at highlander1g at gmail.com. Yes, bring me your stupid questions. I will give you the stupid answers.
1: Uh, don't let somebody had a suggestion suggestion before the show started that you should read off, not even answer, just read off some of the bad questions you do not include in the quickening sometime. All right. Do like a bad quickening? Yes. Or something? The, you know, these were so bad I didn't bother to,
2: di- you know, give them my response type thing. I might do that. I'll, I'll take a look. I think I still have all the questions I think of because I don't throw away the emails. So they should all still be there somewhere.
1: There's a couple of articles we didn't get to. Uh, Zenimax Media raised $150 million for more gory games, and Facebook rolls out a
2: uh, new group's, new group's, group's privacy, privacy controls. controls. I don't care about that.
1: Have, have you gone to see the movie, The. Uh, Social no, network?
2: I have not seen the new movie. Little Rex
1: Demands Credit. Apparently it was him that asked. that. Okay, that prompted that. So, yes. Oh, hey,
2: uh, Little Rex, I need to talk to you about that computer thing. Uh, that would... Uh...
1: Yeah, he said he's been heading back to Canada at the end of the year and he's going to take a look at the specs of the computer. He's okay. Not, he's at college right now. All right, that's fine. Grimhouse that the Celtic gods would tear out and eat cradles. Sorry. I, have you ever actually read Irish mythology? You want to talk about some asshole gods.
2: Really? The, I, mean, I, I mean... No, I I, I I, don't know about the Celtic gods. I uh, mean... Uh,
1: uh, Oof.
2: See, I, I always thought the Celtics was just sort of like a general nature kind of, you know, thing. Or you I think about the Druids? If you think about the Irish
1: gods, nasty sons of bitches. Hmm, okay. If you talk about, you're right, the Celtic gods in a general sense, like Epona, which is like the, the goddess of horses and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're more nature-bound kind of tied to the okay. group. But I've never really looked too much into it. Email him at that.
2: All right, I will. I will email you, sir. I will email you tonight. You don't have to respond tonight, too, but I will email you tonight.
1: You know what we should do after the show's over? Because I that? really don't want to deal with the family in town. Huh. We should go to dinner. All right, let's go. I'm thinking, Red Lobster. Red Lobster, yes. I could afford Red Lobster. Yeah, good. Otherwise, we we'll say that I'll buy because I really no, want no, shrimp, no, damn it. Uh, let me email this to you so you don't Yeah, lose I was just
2: going to say I was going to put it on my phone, but if you're going to email it to me that's even I better. I'll
1: email it to you right now. Fantabulous. From emperor one cox.net. Fantastic. And we'll start the post game here. We'll no, I I, I
2: I I got to say that particular meltdown of mine, I have a headache now. Good, you deserve <laughs> it. Michael <laughs> LeBron Woo! sent me a picture. What is this? Found this online. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. That, if you're wondering why we're laughing, it's a picture of it's the the famous painting of Napoleon pointing. He's he's supposed Crossing to have his yeah. His yeah. his horse is reared up and he's pointing like he's heading toward you know the future and that kind of thing. Only uh, they've superimposed instead of he's riding a horse. It looks like I'm going to guess a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I was going to say Raptor, but it's too big. So he's it's Napoleon riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex.
1: Thank you, Mister LeBlanc. This is a badass picture which I will then promptly use for my avatar as soon as I get around to shrinking it. Having said that, let's send this out to you. Okay, doke.
2: Up, fantastic! You Thank go. you, sir. All right. Hey, uh, as long as we're still talking, in a couple of minutes. Any, uh, any thought on the uh, match Magic the Gathering Division of Clan One G?
1: Uh, hang on, let me stop the music. Again. Okay, I like it. But the problem is that nobody plays Magic the together. Really? The, it would. It no, exists, no, no one it, in our clan play, plays Mac enough Magic. is the, the, the only one
2: ah oh, that's horrible
1: yeah it would consist of me you baron and McHawk. baron and me being very part-time players with no current cards. right
2: see that's the thing if, if i wanted if we wanted to do this then what we'd have to do is i'd want to like go to tournaments and like for example tonight today was uh uh states the official state champions okay it was down at columbus but um like we would like go to that like we'd, well, we'd have we'd have our decks and then we'd, we'd all go down to columbus and we'd we'd wear all our you know our baseball jerseys and represent and all that good stuff.
1: Uh, none left. Find the uh, a list of the old Irish gods rather than the Celtic ones. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Why don't you quickly explain what your idea of this gaming division would be to our listeners? Maybe you can find sufficient ones. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe
2: there's some of you out there. Uh, obviously, as you know, Clan Imperial Guard is a gaming guild, gaming clan, that spans multiple games. We don't just do... I mean, we started with Quake 1, but we went on to ultima online and then we did quake 2 for all of a day and then we went to quake 3 and we did you know this that and the other thing and team fortress 2 but anyway we do a lot of different games and one of the games that i've always liked is not a video game it's magic the gathering and i'm hoping that if you're listening to this you probably know what magic the gathering is i'm hoping all of us are nerds enough that we know what it is just in case you don't uh magic the gathering was the first customizable card game started in 1993 it's got millions of players it's got a pro tour. You can even make money playing Magic the Gathering if you really wanted to. There's only a couple people that do. But anyway, my idea was to get Clan 1G involved in Magic the Gathering, specifically because things like that are starting to happen in the Magic community. There are Magic clans. that They get together, and they strategize one another. They play their decks against each other so they know what the weaknesses of their decks are. They fine-tune their decks. They collaborate on cards. So, for example, if, you know, if, if your deck needs four cards that are very expensive, well, you, know, you can split the cost up. Everyone can buy one card. And then when, it's, you know, when you're playing your deck in a tournament or whatever, you can borrow the other three cards from the other people. And then it helps to defer the cost because Match of the Gathering, if you're going to play well, it costs a lot of money to do. There's a reason why it's called Cardboard Crack because once you start it's very difficult to stop yes. i've personally i've personally stopped and started three times and i i keep getting back into it i, I get out of it because it's so expensive and it's taking up so much of my time and then i miss it and then i come back to it i think i'm on my fourth comeback right now of match at the gathering so my idea is to get a match at the gathering division going for clan 1g what we would do is we would obviously there'd be people spread off all over not in the greater Cleveland area. So we'd have to play our decks online and then once it comes to the fact when there's a tournament where and there are plenty of large tournaments all over the country, that's when we would all get together, we'd drive over or we'd fly together, we'd meet together and then we'd play in the tournament. We'd all have like our little you know uniforms or whatever. I know that we still you guys still have those uh baseball jerseys that yes. you got made of. so we'd we'd probably do something like that and then we'd show up and then we'd uh you know it'd be a good way also to get together, you know in real life, as opposed to just online or hearing someone's voice or reading someone's text in IRC, I think it would be, I think it'd be fun to do. I think it's it definitely fits in with what you know Clan One G is all about, and it's a, it's also a way to, to socialize and get together. So part of the thing is too is that there's a
1: lot of teams out there, like you mentioned earlier, that actually do swap out cards. will send them to each other as one person heads to a local tournament. Yes, right. Onion says that Magic Clan sounds stupid. It's a horrible idea. Well, Not really. F you. That's okay. It. <laughs> uh, Mystic Mim has apparently Mystic been
2: Mim. Wow, uh, she must be. Uh, did I mention that Mystic Mim, her... uh, texted me last night?
1: No, she didn't. Oh, did she? She
2: she, she sent me a picture of your. Uh, I think it's Big Mouth Billy Bass.
1: Oh yes, yeah, the one that that uh, that talks. Yeah, plays. she she wanted my
2: opinion of it, and I said it was very classy, and she should put it right next to her commemorative plates of Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Little Dex is totally interested in this, so
1: there you go. Yeah,
2: I mean there are. I mean, if 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 we were to get if One G was to get involved in Magic the Gathering, I mean it's it's a stable game. It's been around since ninety three, and apart from World of Warcraft, it has the most the the largest base of players among any game that Clan One G is involved with. It has has like six seven million players, which is quite a lot. Right.
1: I mean, it, you think about it for a card game, no less. For a card game, so. yeah,
2: and it's it's withstood the test of time. It's still around. Other. Other games like it have come and gone, but it's it still sticks around as a very viable game.
1: If ahead.
2: <clears throat> no, I was just gonna say it, I, it's one of the best strategy games I've ever played in my life.
1: Well, if you're interested, go ahead and email Highlander. Highlanderwinj at gmailcom Yeah,
2: go ahead, email me, and we'll uh, you know we'll get the ball rolling. Let's say let's say nothing official. Just even if you email me and I say hey, you know let's start working on it. Understand it's not official yet. Not until you know the man gives the word. But uh, we'll have to put together some sort of you know package as to how we'll how we'd get around doing stuff and how do we organize it all yeah you know, to make it a little better and the KFC NASCAR buckets so i remember those we were the KFC NASCAR buckets yes you didn't did you uh, hear about those no yeah. no it's funny we'll get some like uh, elvis velvet paintings and everything anyways post game post
1: game try so what did we learn today
2: all right this time i made myself try to remember something good about. we learned that world of warcraft allegedly hit 12 million people
1: we learned that somebody wants Grim Fandango made into a movie. I don't yeah. know why. Um,
2: we, I think it would be. I, I, we learned that uh, people want to make a lot of different kind of movies. I think the the Metroid movie would be interesting. Personally, I think the Shadow of the Colossus movie would be very interesting. I think Legend of Zelda
1: would do very well. Legend of Zelda, I think, would do marketable. very well.
2: Very marketable.
1: I learned that Ohio State's now the number one country in the land. Yeah, I learned California.
2: Alabama lost. Go figure. Uh, let's see. We learned that there's going to be a new Google TV Thing. I don't I, know if, if, how well that's gonna I don't happen. know. I mean, they, even looking at the pictures, I'm not quite sure what it's supposed right. to do or what's going to do. That
1: seems to me to be like uh, early adopter technology. Yeah. I would wait to see exactly what happens. Uh, let's see. We
2: line. learned how to beat the lie detector test. We
1: learned that the, well, apparently games cost less now than they used to, which I'm not
2: sure what that means. <laughs> what? I was reading the one. <laughs> Look at the one. Uh, Did go I, go, go to IRC. Delicious mold. I learned that Highlander is scary when he's angry. And Fred's learned that Highlander can be angry on air too. I learned that he yells loudly when he's backed into a corner and
1: has no academic way to back himself. Uh on. whatever, Blummy.
2: I learned that uh, the Pioneer Laser Active is one of the most expensive and largest video game consoles of all time. You got what else you want? I'm typing in Mr. misophage. Uh, unfortunately so. that's it, that was that's everything we learned. We didn't learn anything else. Uh, let's see. We learned that you're asking Mystic Mim something. Yes, I am. Uh, Better to see. clear
1: it with the little woman before
2: we just uh, Zarek wants to know if USA is in daylight savings now. No, it, it's no, getting not close. That's yeah, like another. Month, I think. Yeah, three weeks or so.
1: I learned that I had an entire day to myself that I spent doing nothing but cleaning, rearranging, and running errands. I hate days like that. Yes. And actually, that's still in fact, that what needs to be happening. Is we uh, we need to take down the studio here. And I need to figure out what the hell I'm going to
2: do with wow. See, that, that's what happened to me today. I went to the West Side Market today. Did you ever actually been there? It's it was it was really cool. We went because I'm I'm starting a new diet and I'm trying to eat healthy, and I've I've found from other people who go to the West Side Market that the the prices are actually quite good, and the food is fresh and it's locally grown too. Right. So you know you're supporting local local economy. Blah blah blah.
1: The West Side Market's a, a large independent kind of outdoor grocery store here. in Korea. It's outdoor and indoor. Is it both?
2: Okay. Yeah, they have some outdoor stuff, but actually, it's mostly indoor. But they sell uh, they sell like fruits and vegetables that are locally grown, um, meats, fish. There were some really nice bakeries there too. And they had some really cool stuff. But yeah, it was a really interesting experience. I think I'm, I'm going to keep going back and it's a bit of a drive. though. Uh, yeah, not for me, but for you, it's about was down it was about a half hour. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay, it's it's mostly freeway. Like once you get to 71, you just take 71 almost the whole way, and then you just go over the bridge, and you're in Ohio City, and it's right right across from the bridge.
1: I learned. This will be the last thing I've learned is that people want us to hold a meeting, greet, sometime, somewhere, some way. Are you serious? Yes. People want to meet us. Yes. I don't know why. Okay. That's kind of scary. Don't get me. I, I don't. I know mean, why. I, I don't know how there we do it. Meeting, I don't know how to. I don't know
2: how we do it because we have so many fans not only in America but, but in mostly the overseas, world. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Maybe like an online meet and greet. Like we have like a like a video camera and people can well, ask us do questions that right now.
1: But the couple that suggested this actually we had three suggestions in about a month. Okay. Um, not the same three people, but. Maybe like at a Pax East, maybe like a gaming convention. because I mean, uh, Mr. Kim and I used to go to Otakon, but I didn't think that's really the kind of place to go. Is I was thinking, well, gaming oriented.
2: Did, did you want to do it at Ohio Con? I, I could easily talk to the people. We, we could have our own little panel. It'd be it'd be easy
1: well, we could try. I mean, it's coming in January. We're kind of running out of time for that.
2: The the end of January. There's still time to, to add stuff to the schedule. People well, always it's
1: kind of a, it's kind of a rush now mm-hmm. for people to get plane tickets and make schedules out to get to Ohio. Well, see,
2: October, November, December, four months. Like if if we yeah. announced it today, we'd have they, they'd have four months to prepare. We'll talk about. It. All right, yeah, no, like no, you no, no, said, no, I said, right, I'm I, just no. thinking off the top of my head. I'm not.
1: Tampa Bay is taking the lead over Texas, three two in the eighth. Eh, won't last. Okay, um, want well, to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I know this is an abbreviated short show, but we have family in town and there is work to be done. Unfortunately, so the spare bedroom that I use for the broadcasting of the show needs to be taken down and vacated so we can do a few things here. McVegan's getting married. So she's in town uh, looking at—actually, I believe she's out with my mother at the moment. They're looking at wedding dresses, I, I believe. Oh. So I don't hear the dogs barking, so I don't believe they've stopped by yet. So we may have dodged the bullet. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. I want to thank Left, our IRC bitch and all-around great guy who contributes to articles, runs IRC, and does a fantastic job. We really appreci- appreciate our uh, friend from Down Under. Let's see who else do we want to thank. No wise for uh, looking over the taking over the screen while I had to restart my computer yes, again. Thank you for that. No wise usually posts the broad the episodes for us too on the podcast um, because I don't do it myself. I just mix them down and give them to him once I up, upload them, and then he uh, posts put them out there for posting for download. So I appreciate No Wise for all he does for the website and all he does for the show. Apparently, Warcraft Anonymous is now back on BTW Productions.
2: Um, I guess Was that the show that used to be on Wow? I,
1: yeah, it was on, it was on <clears throat> about
2: radio. He uh, oh, okay. uh, Hegel
1: and, and Railvast. I'm a little surprised they're actually here and not somewhere else. That uh, we're not going to mention? I, I've i <clears throat> been hearing as to why that may be, because hmm. I believe they have connections to them as well, but uh, that's behind the scenes type thing. I've yeah. been hearing rumblings and rumors of, we won't go into it here because it doesn't concern us, I just found that was interesting. Don't forget tomorrow we've got Octail Hordeck first the world and casually hardcore both on Sunday. Make sure you tune in to listen to those. I'm not sure when Warcraft Anonymous is airing, but I do know it's back. Of course, during the week we've got uh uh what the hell is it? what's his name? You know, the weird boost guy we don't Sue like. Gaming? Sue Gaming's on Wednesday, that's Linux Gaming. Yeah. We've got Um uh, that other one. You know, the Liney Bastard. What the hell's his name? You know Natural Twenty. Thank you. There you go. Uh, yeah. I had a couple other choice things I was gonna say, but yeah. <laughs> So those are during the week. Don't forget our sponsors. which, are, okay, There you go, Natural with 20, for Twenty Forty. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Twenty for Forty. Our sponsors: Type Frank Ventral Servers. We use it ourselves for playing Imperial Guard, so I tell you to use it as well. And Audible audiobooks. Thank you. I always forget them because you get a rush. Shiraz. Yes, 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 yes. We're not doing the Shiraz. We're, We're not doing the Shiraz because not. I don't
2: think it's up in rush. Right.
1: Anyway, oh yeah, the VTW comic we could do it there, but I don't really feel like going all the way out to Vegas. Yeah. So you know, that's Octio can do that because he lives right next door. He lives anyway, in Vegas. No, he lives in uh, Colorado. Oh, okay. So it's not too much of a driver. Nah, not that So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We will do it all again next Saturday at the normal time, six nine p.m. Eastern Standard. Is there anything else we're forgetting? Uh,
2: thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We Twitter, uh, always Twitter appreciate it. Twitter and Facebook. Twitter and Facebook. Yes, if you want to tweet us, you can follow us at Emperor's Court. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, yes. how, do, how do they do? The that?
1: Emperor's Court. Just look it up. Add us. Be our friend because we need them. Please. You know, we, we base our sole existence uh, on... the uh,
2: TNT just showed... Uh, F that, I saw it. Miami thrice. Did you hear, uh, speaking of thrice, that uh, Dwayne Wade's handsharing <laughs> went... Yes. I was very pleased Five to hear that. Five minutes the game, I, yeah. <laughs> Too bad wasn't Bill the runs, but yeah, I'll take it. What are you going to do? All right,
1: folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody.